I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, let's get started. A beautiful little turtle has come out of its shell, and Amy and Riley are now ready to raise hell. This is turtle time. Wow. I was hoping hell would be the rhyme. Really? Yeah. When you heard shell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe it was going to be something about us going to hell. Amy and Riley are now officially <laughs> going to hell. And then we say the worst things anybody's ever heard. Would you like that? Yeah. But what about raising hell? I like that. That's kind of fun. Because sometimes we're little stinkers. We are. I'd say we're 80% good and nice and <laughs> virtuous. And then 20% we say the worst things anybody's ever heard. Yeah. But we don't get canceled very often. No. We we've set only up? like one time where we scared, but oh. it was on the Patreon. So oh, if yeah. you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. If you listen to our Patreon, there is one moment that I thought Amy and I would never be able to record again. Um, <laughs> I did notice whoever this was, um, this is for you. I was reading our um, Apple reviews, which if you do that, we love you. Um, there was an Apple review that said, wait, was it an Apple review or was it a, no, it was an Etsy review for our merch I think. And it said, rip Charles McMansion. Oh, man. And I was like, I see you. I love you. Yeah, that's a perfect little inside (laughs) joke for all the people. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, I mean, we ask you every single goddamn week to subscribe. But we say horrific stuff on that that potentially, yeah, could have gotten us canceled. It's like Howard Stern over there. We're really pushing the envelope. Howard Stern never got canceled? (laughs) No. His, like, problematic... I think... I'm surprised that he doesn't get canceled in retrospect. I think a lot of people in their minds still would consider him canceled in their minds. But as a society, he has not been canceled. But it's hard to defend him sometimes when people play back the old stuff. And I'm like, he's not like that anymore. Right. So it it became, (laughs) it was before an era where, you know, you, you would potentially get canceled for sure. And then people, it's sort of his shtick too, right? Yeah. Um, no, I feel like he has a lot of um, celebrity support at this t- point, you know, and yes. all, all of his interviews. I think a lot of celebs that have been on his show have considered it a really good interview for them. Right. So I think he mostly has people on their side. And if you listen to the show, 
I mean, it's kind of like South Park where it's like, yes. that's just what it is. Right. You that's know? what I was thinking. I was thinking South Park. I was thinking Larry David where yeah. it's just like if you if you don't, if you try to say it's offensive, you just don't, un- that's the entire point of right. it. So it's just, they're kind of uncancelable. Totally. Yeah. Very interesting. So yeah. Howard Stern's like that. Yeah. I love wow. it. Good. Um, you love him? Yes. Do you like his chemistry with his co-host? Robin. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like us. Are they a good duo? <laughs> they are. She um, she only chimes in when necessary. Like a lot of times in an interview, she won't say anything for a really long time. She's really there for like support. So she is really like a talk show host uh, co-host or whatever. Yeah. Called. Like Ed McMahon or Andy Richter. Yeah. Or the guy in the Larry Sanders show. Yeah. Jeffrey Tambor. Yes. Who's canceled. Canceled. <laughs> he was so good though as Hank Kingsley. I haven't watched it every week we talked about a new beautiful hbo <laughs> show that you've never seen it's on been on my list forever and i'll get to it one day there's just so much to watch these days is there i feel like it's a full-blown drought oh my god well, bravo so overwhelmed we had to watch like <laughs> seven things this week yeah also i watched everything like three times <laughs> oh just because i want to get to the point where i know it like the back of my hand and i don't have to rely on notes to where i can just internalize it yeah you know what i mean so i watch it as many times as i can but there's four shows to watch not to complain yeah but it is you're right it's it a lot also uh for people watching on youtube riley does have an ice pack under his hat if you're wondering what that is this is for my silly <laughs> youtube heads if you're a youtube subscriber you love when i put silly stuff on my head this we do this all the time this week i have an ice pack on my head so it, also i want to say this at the top instead of yeah. at the end when everybody uh, <laughs> ends the episode and doesn't want to listen to us please for the love of god if you enjoy turtle time which we know people do you say you do if you haven't subscribed on youtube amy is now ice roller <laughs> ice rolling this herself. is just good for your face anyway we're raising hell and yeah. it's hot in here but anyway subscribe on youtube please if you've ever loved amy and i and you've ever even loved one thing we've ever said and you have a youtube account please subscribe on youtube because then Amy and I can pay back ourselves for those BravoCon <laughs> tickets that we just bought that cost more money than anything in the world. Talk about raising hell. The subtotal or the total, uh, depending on pre-shipping, was the number of the beast. 666? Six, six, six? Yes. The, the, wait, the pre-total well, was or wait, after? The, t- the actual total was 666, but then it was $11 to have the tickets shipped, which brought it to 277. Do you think Andy Cohen specifically wanted the <laughs> ticket uh, total to be 666, the mark of the beast? I hope so. I mean, that almost, it brought a little smile to my face as I was crying about how expensive they were. And they're also the shitty GA ticket. So we're spending the number of the beast to wait in line like a bunch of schmoes. So 666 divided by three for three days is awful. Also, I had only just come to grips with 550. I was like, okay, <laughs> 550 is horrible. Absolutely <laughs> awful, but I will spend it. And then it's 120 service fee? terrible oh man what service are they providing none locking in the ticket and making digitally making sure that i don't know the wristbands get sent to you i guess but i I don't know yeah and then they're on top of that there's all these slots to buy bravo palooza tickets that are like little events like they're I don't know if they're hourly or they're just throughout the day on each day. Those were an additional two something. I didn't buy any of those. Oh, um, with add-ons or there was a full-blown like Bravo Palooza tier, wasn't no, there? No. If you clicked through, oh, it was like basically an event. Oh, I where think. everybody's drinking and eating? I think so. Let's go to it. <laughs> Do you think we can go for free? 
I hope so. Can someone help us? Yeah, what's going on with these press passes at BravoCon <laughs> Press at NBCUni.com? I have not. I've we said should maybe, probably bleep that. Why? I mean, I guess it's public knowledge, but I don't want them to get bombarded. I mean, if you're press, I think you should. No, no, it's right on the BravoCon website. Okay. And I, we, we love Bravo, and we love the BravoCon press team, obviously. I love them yeah. more than life itself. We I'm need to saying, find a name. Yeah, we need to find a name. If you know anybody <laughs> in the press world of Bravo, please... Uh, All please, of NBC Uni. Yeah, talk to the people and say Amy and Riley are legitimate press. They raise hell, yeah. but to a good cause. Bravo. <laughs> we'll do a whole song and dance about our um, our reach, our um, engagement. Yes. Um, we, we can really bring the noise and the funk yeah. to BravoCon, and we want to cover... All the events, there's going to be Watch What Happens Live will be filmed there. Um, I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of stuff. But right now, we basically only have tickets to be on the grounds. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, we can still raise hell and create content. And like you said, do a song and dance for yeah. everyone. But, um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, let us do everything. I mean, we want to do everything. We can always sell those tickets that we bought, you know, possibly to someone. If if uh, there's demand they come for it. through. Right. <laughs> but anyway, just please, if you're on the Bravo press team, come on. This is a legitimate podcast, right? Yeah. Everything about it is legitimate. We couldn't be any more legitimate. Listeners, microphones, a laptop <laughs> that records us. Yeah. Publishing on Acast. What else? Yeah. We also, this is a little insider info for our business turtles. We have applied to become an LLC. So that's, what's more official than that? This is an LLC, a limited liability corporation. Oh, also, you can't sue us. Well, you can, but we'll oh. be a little bit protected. Well, what they sue? They <laughs> well, yeah, they can't sue us as individuals. They can't take like my car, right? Or I don't even really own much. Yeah, I like, don't have a lot of capital. My car? Do you have? You have a car? I own a car. On. Yeah. Oh, you guys took my car. Don't take my 2007 VW Rabbit. And don't take my beautiful, beautiful 2014 Honda Fit, right? <laughs> I think it's 2015. Oh, even that's pretty new. Um, oh, I was going to say or ask you while we're talking. Um, I I was wanting to come up with one question that so this would be easy if we saw any Bravo celebrities in the general admission if we were like they're walking around like say Jill Zarin or Madison Lacroix or anyone a catch-all yeah. question that we could just ask to only take ten seconds of their time and then have a compilation of the one question oh, they uh -huh. answer just to keep it i mean we could also do one question per person if we thought of something like i have a question for candace i have a question yeah but if we also just had one question we asked everybody that'd right. be kind of fun yeah but i don't know what that question would be what's your favorite film <laughs> we should do that actually what's your favorite film right yeah and they're, they're like catch me if you can the departed yeah. that's a classic uh red carpet tactic is it then you can do like the edit it's just easy. Oh, for, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, something like that. Did you see, did we talk about that Madison went to the Top Gun premiere? We didn't talk and about it. And her post said, mission accomplished, a picture with Tom Cruise. And then her, her like press team or agent or something posted a photo of that in their story and said, Tom Cruise whispered in Madison's ear that he watches Southern Charm and she's <laughs> his favorite cast member. No. Yes. I swear. I swear. They, Tom Cruise... Well, they could be just lying. <laughs> Obviously, they could be lying. I need the link. <laughs> I, I swear, people on Reddit talked about it. And also, I, it was a story that disappeared. So maybe that press person was just trying to make Madison like gas her <laughs> She's up. She's a little bit her... untrustworthy, in yes. my opinion. I agree. But I, th I think the world in which if 
Tom Cruise loves Bravo so much that he watches Southern Charm, and then of all people, his favorite cast member is Madison. It's just... It's so niche. Yeah, it's amazing. Wow. So I want to ask her that. That's something to think about. Do you, do you mind if we ask Madison if Tom Cruise actually said that to her? Yeah, and also ask her her favorite Mission Impossible. Oh, what do you think it is? Mm, maybe Ghost Protocol. I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say that. It is a good one. Ghost Protocol, so good. That brought the <laughs> franchise... Uh, back yeah. to normal after J.J. Abrams kind of sullied Ghost it again. Pro. Yeah. Did you, you liked uh, Dead Reckoning Part 1? I thought it was fun. Yeah, I didn't really understand the plot. No, it was at, a lot of details. At, at all. And they kept, yeah, it was... Gabriel, the... What was it called? The... It was called The Entity. The Entity. And then Gabriel was like a ghost. He was working for The Entity and you couldn't see him in any VR <laughs> headsets or whatever. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Did I liked were, the part with the riddles. Me too. Uh, when it said, you are done. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. That was so cool. Um, um, yeah. Uh, no, it was fun. I liked it. I I feel like it's not a movie I necessarily would need to see again. Yeah. Just because I already got my satisfaction, but. Yeah. I um, I loved Fallout so much. Mm-hmm. I felt like Fallout's probably my favorite of the Mission Impossible franchise. So this was definitely a step down for okay. me. It felt a little sillier yeah. than Fallout. Fallout was treated very like grounded and realistic. Okay. And this was just like all the VR headsets and an AI that's like right. commanding. But now Tom Cruise is coming in to warn uh, the strike negotiations about AI. Yeah. He's like, bitch, we just made a whole movie about the dangers of AI. Wow. If anyone gets it, it's him. That's true. That's that's actually true. Did you see that they that the studios are like, we're going to use AI to like copy background <laughs> people? Yeah. So they can... What do you think about that as a casting director? I, I would say it's good for the studios, like a good <laughs> idea for them, but it's horrible in every way for actors yeah (laughs) and they're uh, like hey uh if we give you 40 bucks can we use your image for life and beyond the grave (laughs) some people who do it yeah for sure of course it's gonna be like the wilhelm screen screen where you're gonna see one background guy that has like he's characteristic (laughs) or whatever and you're gonna see him in the background of every like coffee shop and every movie yeah uh i always think about that like when you see those scenes of a you know swath of a crowd like, yeah. can't they just already do that anyways? I was just going to say that. Anytime you see a crowd in movies now, they're, it's CGI generated. They have one crowd of like 40 people and then they just like replicate that and put it right. around in a, in a space. Also, George Lucas in Star Wars, he didn't have enough money for extras. So he put a bunch of cardboard cutouts in that final <laughs> scene where Chewbacca and uh-huh. all of them get their medal. Oh, right. So he was sort of like an early like... Well, it's like um, how they use, it's kind of less used now, but um, painted backdrops. Yes. Um, But they're actually really beautiful. And I think some people prefer to use them. Yeah. Greta Greta Gerwig was just saying that (laughs) about... Greta (laughs) Gurgle. Greta Gurgle was just saying that she loves painted backdrops like Wizard of Oz and some other shit because she was like, that's my inspiration for the film Barbie. Yeah, I think, yeah, they use them for that. I feel like Wes Anderson must use them. Oh, for sure. Um, he wishes the whole thing he, he was just painting everything. <laughs> yeah, he should just make art, like regular art. Yeah, he wants to. I mean, I think he, <laughs> I think his favorite thing is just to make the animated movies where he yeah. can control every single aspect of it. Makes sense. But they're bad. Yeah. Um. Okay, wait. So, okay. Before we get too far in, we have breaking news. Oh, right. Um, this will be about 24 hours old by the time you hear this, but... That's not too bad. Pretty good for, for us. breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Considering we tape at the end of the week. But right. we got... So, 
everyone probably already saw James posted a photo because he's in Tahoe right now with the cast, which we'll get into. But yes. he posted a photo with Graham, the dog, mm-hmm. and said uh, something along the lines of like, you're with me now. I'll take care of you for life. Yeah. He was like, yeah, it was. Well, first, first it was like, first you saw a dog in the photos like that are coming out of Lake Tahoe and people weren't 100% sure if it was Graham. It's like, could it be another, what is that, a golden doodle? Yeah. Or, yeah. So there was a little bit of uh, speculation about if it was. And then yesterday, I think last night. Okay. Was it last night or, or today? I don't I'm know. not sure. Whenever. Okay. Very recently he confirmed and he did the most beautiful Instagram claiming <laughs> Graham. Say, yeah. I'm going to love you forever. So that speculation, um, it's over. Yeah. It's Graham. So I guess I assumed, I don't know, did you assume that Raquel had just like given James? Yeah. Given James- I assumed that, um, you know, she was probably like, my life is chaotic right now. I was just away for a long time. I don't know where I'm going to land next. Like, since you were his dad originally and we took care of him together, can you take him back? Which she probably should have done three months ago or whatever. But then there's an update. Yes. TMZ says uh, a source directly close to the situation or at a shelter or something said that Graham was dropped surrendered. off. Yeah, surrendered to a shelter because of a, behavior, a behavioral issue, biting problems, yeah. which unfortunately those biting accusations were confirmed <laughs> by Ariana in her call her daddy uh, interview. Yeah. That was one of the most salacious things actually that she said. <laughs> yeah. She said interview. he was like a demon. She said he was biting her dog. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just ill behaved, ill behaved. And I was like, I, I guess, I don't know. I, I mean, when a dog is, I have one of the most ill behaved dogs of all time, <laughs> George Michael. So I don't really blame the owner for ill behaved dog. I thought it was just kind of like Ariana being a little catty. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> But then that's confirmed. And then I guess if Raquel, I don't know, I guess, did Raquel, you think, had custody of Graham right after she got out of the mental health facility and then said, let's take this dog to a shelter? Or do you think the people who are watching? Graham? I don't know. I mean, that seems insane for her family or whoever to surrender him without her consent. I don't know which is worse, if she were to have done that or if someone else was to have done that uh I don't know. It's just so. Yeah, the the story is that apparently Vanderpump Dogs got a ping. Get the red phone rang and said, "I think it's sort of like Mission Impossible, you exactly. know, where Lisa gets a you know on a screen, it pops up and it yeah. has Graham's face and it starts to enter the shelter." Yeah, and um, which we were questioning. I haven't watched that episode in a while when they got him, but think he was from Vanderpump Dogs which would make sense then because when you get an animal from a rescue they stay tied like their chip has the rescue info so that if they do ever end up in a shelter that the rescue can do something about it which as we all know is exactly what happened with Lucy Juicy Apple Goosey Goosey uh, which is why this whole scenario is insane because we've already dealt with Lisa getting pissed that a cast member returned a dog from Vanderpump Dogs. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, okay, so I think I we should just say definitively <laughs> it is most likely that Graham was, was uh, you know, rescued from Vanderpump Dog Foundation because the timeline makes perfect sense. Lisa right. already had Vanderpump Dog Foundation going during this time. I would assume if Raquel was going to get a dog, she would get it from there. Right. And it makes sense that that's why Vanderpump Dog Foundation was alerted, just right. like Juicy Lucy Apple Goosey. That's the name of that dog? 
I always get confused about the order. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this makes this whole thing way worse. Uh, makes Raquel look horrendous, which it could have been a kind of either a neutral or endearing situation where she gave the dog to James because she, like you said, she knew he could take care of it better. Right. Now this is like, you were going to put him in a shelter so he could get, you know, <laughs> put down either. Yeah. Put down for his biting or, or given to another owner, which to me as a dog owner is, I mean, no shame to someone who has a dog that didn't work out or whatever, but it's like, to me that would hurt me so bad she's had him for how long five years more yeah so that's crazy but then just to be a a little bit of stinker just to raise hell the 20 (laughs) percent how the hell could this actually happen in a world a bravo world where a storyline like this has already happened i mean i know that a lot of dogs are probably returned to shelters and it just so happens that Vanderpump Dog Foundation probably gets alerted to a lot of this and there's more even going on but still it's just so wild to me that of all things Raquel did an even more egregious I mean this is more morally (laughs) like Jimmy was just saying you know before we started you can almost forgive the cheating and some people have already forgiven Raquel for cheating and being like you they all did it uh they all did it it's fine or she she was was manipulated yeah this is like so (laughs) ethical ethically what unambiguous this is just morally reprehensible well, it's if also it's true. she came straight out of the facility talking about that she was going to reclaim her old name and she was certainly worried about or you know had her mind on public perception and if that's the case then why why would you let this happen when you know for a fact that the press is and the cast are going to run with this story. Do you think because she changed her name to Rachel, she didn't think that she was the true owner anymore of Graham? <laughs> yeah, the adoption agency was actually like, um, this contract is void. You have to give her back. Give us Graham back. <laughs> but it's like, even though everyone on Earth hates her, maybe, or she, you, she might 90%. feel that way. If, you know... There are probably thousands upon thousands of people that would adopt that dog. I mean, I'm cl- I would have almost done it. I mean, <laughs> I'm, foster I'm, maybe. Yes, I mean, <laughs> you're exactly right. Thousands of people would have potentially helped Graham and right. rehabilitated that dog. Well, I wouldn't because I have a senior cat that would be yes. pissed. Yes. And what I'm worried about is Allie and James live together now, and they have two cats already. And if Graham is a biter. I'm worried about those cats. I hope that they have them in mind. It's already been sort of confirmed lightly that the the transition is going to be a hard one with the cats and the dog because Graham is not ready for prime time. With well, at least cats. have a yard. Yeah, for sure. That beautiful, beautiful <laughs> James backyard. But um, it's not a huge house. What's your suspicion level to this? I, I'm <laughs> I'm only being devil's advocate. I almost believe this story 100%, but do you have any suspicion about the Lisa angle of it? It's just... Seven out of ten, sus. Really? Oh my god, I'm the opposite. I'm like, (laughs) I only have like a two out of ten on my suspicious conspiracy theory I'm just like, okay, first of all, I'm gonna raise hell. Raise hell. (laughs) It happened on the cast trip to Tahoe that is clearly a Lisa mastermind moment where everyone including sandoval is going to see the groundbreaking of her new restaurant which is even the groundbreaking it's well it's under construction like in the background of some of the photos and stuff it's just like half torn down you saw sheena and james like pounding the wall did they yeah okay um 
So that's already weird. It's like, why are these people going to that? Well, <laughs> I understand that. You know, they're, they're they have. Well, I understand for the show. Yes, but why? logically right. would <laughs> would like 10 of them all go like <laughs> also, maybe like two of them also lisa just lisa to get this show it's 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 coming out in winter or whatever it's opening in winter she has to get wolf by vanderpump on this season of right. vanderpump rules early <laughs> like get the get uh um sorry the hype. About, get the hype going <laughs> this like it, this this season already seems so Lisa centric. Right, I'm like stunned. I think she's pissed that everyone was disrespecting her. Like yes, I yes. held firm against where everyone was like, "Why do we even need Lisa on the show anymore? Like she's not our boss anymore. Her place on this show is moot." And I'm like, "Well, now she's not never gonna yeah. leave yeah. because <laughs> now she's like, get your get your ass to Wolf by Vanderpump right now and break some ground." She's like, God "We're actually it. gonna take a private jet to Wolf every night." And the whole show is going to take place there. Okay, so suspicion about why they're there, the fact that Graham was rescued on a cast trip during the season of filming, the fact that it's Vanderpump Dog Foundation, that it's Lisa. The fact that Lisa was essentially fully taken down by that very scandal. Yes, and this is like so retribution. if she wants take two to try it again. Well, that was, just just a quick detour. That was like the most shocking thing about the Lucy uh, Goosey Apple Juicy that's her name, right? Lucy Goosey Apple Lucy Juicy? Goose. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes much more sense. That Lisa caught the brunt of that for just trying to out that Dorit had given a dog back to the shelter member. And then it was right. all about how Lisa had orchestrated that thing. And Dorit caught no hell for right. actually giving the dog back yeah. to the shelter, right? Yeah. Wasn't she... What was it? She Dorit gave the dog to someone a friend of hers who then gave it to like a kill shelter. <laughs> awful, awful. I mean, and that's her, that's her like distance. That's from her it. out. That's her out. But that's although her. if I did that, I would be so involved. Like I'd be like, how's it going? Like, you, you, let me know, you, you know, to. I'll take him back, whatever. And also like Lisa said at the time or whoever said you, you notify Vanderpump dog foundation that you're doing that so that they yeah. can keep track because it's in their interest to make sure that dog that you rescued, you continue to rescue. So okay. treat, oh, that was so awful. Of I'm Dorit. sick of everyone. Almost, I think almost no one should have a pet. <laughs> what do you mean? I think it should be harder to have one. Can I still have my dogs? You do a good job. Archie and George Michael. Definitely. My two little boys. They're your priority. And you have a good pet. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So I just mean, people- you know, you look around, you see dogs that like aren't allowed to go inside. You see, you know, just sad shit. TikTok makes me sad. Every single day. There's bad dog and pet owner stuff on TikTok. It's terrible. Oh, no. I can't even. TikTok they, makes me cry every day. They never give me that stuff. They You're know. Sure. I mean, it's because I watch it. So they're like, do you want more? Is, is it? Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll have to tell me off. I cried oh. about an orca yesterday. Like, just like sobbed. That is so sad. <laughs> so this this is bad awful of Raquel <laughs> oh but if the suspicion level is high like you said seven out of ten it's so suspicious is Raquel like embracing her villain era or something that's the thing why yeah. would she allow it I feel like it's you know in like screenwriting it's like you can't have your hero uh like ever kill an animal because they become yeah. unforgivable or you save can't have the any, cat yeah save the cat or you can't have any character abuse an animal because they're irredeemable right at that point that's why Christopher Moltisante uh kill or spoiler alert but <laughs> You've on Law and Order? No, no, no. When, oh, wait. When he, when I he, was thinking of Chris Maloney. Oh, uh, uh, when, when uh, Christopher on Sopranos, he does something unfortunate with the animal. It's like, can he ever be redeemable after that? They were testing Why the limits of that. Why don't I remember that? 
when he when he um spoiler alert for Sopranos skip five, second. five seconds remember when he suffocates uh Adriana's dog uh when oh he's high on the couch God remember? oh doesn't he like sit on yeah, it? he sits on okay it. yeah 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 I mean I was well, picturing like a strangle oh, oh no no no, no. Sit, that sorry, was a bad on. um era for him but yeah. he goes on to do worse oh much worse yeah <laughs> but anyway so Raquel I don't think would ever let herself portray this much of a villain in order to further the drama of the show it then it it re-ups um the age-old question what is wrong with her <laughs> what is just wrong when with you her? think that maybe you can give her benefit of the doubt or have some sympathy for her you know because it was sandoval whatever um you realize that something really ain't right Something ain't right. I mean, I think we've we talked about it every single episode of recapping Vanderpump Rules. Something <laughs> is not right, and I it's something where, for sure, I don't think personally she should be allowed on camera anymore. Right. Because I can't guarantee that she won't make an even worse mistake, which it sounds like she's already gearing up to make <laughs> even worse mistakes. Uh, she looked good in that uh, paparazzi photo. Did Do you think see- she called the paps for that? For sure. Do you see her hat? <laughs> what did it say? Be a good person. <gasps> it did? Yeah. Wow. It said, I'm going to send Graham away. Oh, my God. Awful. Dude. Okay. So, yeah, if we get an update, maybe we'll uh, insert yeah. it. Maybe we'll do, <laughs> when, maybe in like an hour or a half hour, we'll do a turtle piss. We'll piss our brains out, and then we'll <laughs> check if there's any update. But if your suspicion level is high, 7 out of 10, but you don't think that Raquel would willingly let herself do this for a storyline, because not a lot of people would ever let themselves... But that's the thing. I don't know what she would do. True. It's crazy what she'll do. True. True. Okay. All right. Oh, oh one little thing I wanted to, to just end this conversation about these Vanderpump Rules updates, which are actually pretty wild. <laughs> um, a fan saw them all at Lake Tahoe outside of Wolf by Vanderpump. And, I mean, this fan, her name is Bailey, I believe. She got an iconic photo. They were all walking out of the event or whatever they were there to do for Lisa. They were all walking together. Sandoval is a part of the group as a part of it as you can be where they're probably still um, not warm to him, but they had to be there for Lisa. But anyway, this fan got in the photo with them and it's, He's in the middle of Sheena and Brock, and he's holding Sheena and Brock. And did you see it? No. Oh my God! It's oh, it's it's so wild. It's all the whole cast except for Katie and Ariana. So Lala, James, Brock, Sheena. Who else is in the cast? <laughs> I think that's it. Uh, oh, and Allie uh-huh. was there. And then the fan is in the middle of all of them, and Sandoval's just in the mix with all of them outside of Wolf by Vanderpump. And Sheena and Brock are smiling because it's for a photo. So yeah. They're all like chummy or whatever and it looked really bad it caused a little bit of a uproar last night yeah because people are like sheena of all people (laughs) how can you betray ariana by like smiling and posing for a photo with sandoval yeah and then sheena said they were all there for lisa like you said she made them all go to wolf by vanderpump yeah they have they're incentivized to go to every event that they schedule because they get a bonus at the end of the year yeah so it makes sense monetarily why they all went it makes sense why sandoval went for the drama of the show but Sheena said, they're not in a good place. She hasn't forgiven him. They were walking out of the event, and she, by where she was standing, she just happened to be next to Sandoval when the, fo- the fan <laughs> came up, and they wanted to do a good photo. It was her birthday. They wanted to make a beautiful photo. So people were very mad at yeah. Sheena. She people need to it. chill. It's yeah. like, again, what show do you think we're watching? Right. They have to go do stuff. And actually, I'm thrilled that they're forcing him to be involved because that's hilarious. <laughs> they just have to hang out with him like every day. So 
every day. So far, the scene I'm like looking forward to is the scene. Well, I, not that Tom Sandoval cries, but it's that he goes to Tom Tom and like apparently everyone is like hanging out, having fun or whatever. And then Tom is just sitting in the corner after talking to Kyle Chan. And he's just crying alone in a booth in the same <laughs> restaurant as them. That's like that is so wild. Yeah. Also, I guess people are saying that. Um, Lisa is the only one that can get them to do scenes together. So she's trying to pump out as many scenes that make sense for uh-huh. them to be in the same room together. That and makes this sense. is a great way to get Sandoval involved. <laughs> do you believe that a hot headline from this week that uh, security had to separate LVP and Sandoval? I did not believe it. <laughs> First of all, they said cameras were down. So no one caught it except for me, this uh-huh. anonymous reporter, which, yeah, right. Like, there's no way that the cameras were down, or that, that I think that's just an excuse to say this will, if you don't see it on air, it'll, it, you will think it didn't happen, but it actually did. I mean, uh, but also, I could picture him saying some fucked up shit. I mean, he did tell Terry Maloney to like go fuck herself or whatever. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it, it said LVP was screaming at him. I don't, I can't think of an instance where L, where Lisa's ever screamed ever yelled, at anyone. Yeah. Like, yeah, even in her most passionate fights with yeah. Kyle Richards with yeah. Brandy she's never screamed in her life no and also I just that's don't... when Ken has to come in and say goodbye Kyle exactly Ken screamed <laughs> goodbye for... Tom yes oh also <laughs> like you just reminded me Ken would kill him yeah if he ever screamed at Lisa also Lisa's his only ally and Lisa and Lisa still his business partner I, I just yeah didn't she's believe the it only all. one that will give him any benefit of the doubt we're, and Schwartz I guess yeah we're in the era now where there's just so much misinformation because every headline fake news, yeah, fake, we're a total <laughs> fake news era. And that just had no, what's it called? Um, merit. It had no merit. It just had, there's no evidence to it. Yeah. And I just, and, and they even said cameras were down. So they didn't capture this. There's no way there'd be cameras down at Tom, Tom when Lisa and Tom are talking to each right. other. So I didn't believe it. Yeah. Skeptical. Um, have there been, what are any other, um, Something about her seems to be chugging along. Yeah. And then so Ariana and Katie weren't on this trip, which that makes sense mm-hmm. that Ariana would not want to go on a trip with Sandoval. But I think they have an alternative storyline that they're hiring. I think it's something about okay. her. So I put in, you know, our applications. I said, I haven't worked in a restaurant since Applebee's, but <laughs> but I think I could do it. You think you could learn to be a sandwich artist? Yeah, of course. But I, do you mind that I said that you and I have to be every shift together? <laughs> Is that okay? Okay. Can the shifts be only one hour? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I said <laughs> during camera filming. Okay. So it's pro- that's probably like two hour scenes. Okay. Is that okay? Okay. Well, I like right. washing dishes. Oh, okay. I <laughs> Let me, I'll just uh, revise the thing I sent in, but I'll do the sandwiches. You be in the back doing dishwashing. <laughs> okay. Is that okay. I don't like washing dishes at home, but when I worked at a frozen yogurt place, I like doing the dishes because we had the like industrial sprayer. Oh, uh, so and, fun. Like, it was fun. Any accidents ever happen? Mm, I mean, I definitely got splashed. Yeah, that's kind of fun, though. <laughs> um, I like washing dishes at home. You do? Yeah. Can you do of... mine? Sure. Okay. Do you have any in the sink? Yes. Do you want to take a quick break <laughs> and I'll wash your dishes? That'd be great. Okay. Well, do we actually need to take a break or should we wait for the... I can wait if you can wait. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm feeling strong today. <sighs> I feel so strong. <laughs> it's so, the heat has dried us out. Yes. I'm actually pretty comfortable. What about you? I feel good. Okay. Well, I got this ice pack in my head and it's dripping beautiful cold water on my head <laughs> and I great. really like it. Oh, also I wanted to ask our listeners, someone complained that my peas pop when I'm talking <laughs> and I took that so to heart. Pussy every- popping. My Yeah. <laughs> someone was saying my little peas were popping and I take every criticism to heart more than anything 
And so let me know if my peas are popping because we got windshields for our mics. Mr. Popper's penguins. Yeah, we haven't said one P word until now. So this is a good time to uh, Pandora test it. Vanderpump. Pandora Vanderpump. <gasps> Speaking for- of. <laughs> good, good call. <laughs> Did you see that uh, we will get to Roni, but uh, the, one of the new Roni housewives, Bryn, yes. revealed that she is good dear friends with Pandora Vanderpump and that she was in the mix and asked to be on Vanderpump Rules. And she said at the time that she thought that was trashy and she didn't want to do it. And she revealed that she made out with Peter in 2006. Amazing. Wow. What? 2006. So six years or seven years before Vanderpump even started filming, right? They should do a crossover. Oh, get what Peter... Peter yeah, goes up to Brynn in New ship, York. Yeah, Peter to New York or I, her to LA. I couldn't even imagine Peter in New York. No offense. <laughs> I don't mean anything by I that. I could see it. He like, I could see him wearing a pea coat. Or like oh. a, a coat. Yes. Okay, you're right. Yeah, now. Yeah. When I picture him in a pea coat, <laughs> I picture him in New York. <laughs> Maybe um, a fedora. Didn't, yeah. And then Brynn also said that she lived with... Um, with Pandora at Lisa's house at Villa Rosa. Oh, yeah. And she said like, that on random days of the week, there'd be rose petals on the stairs. Yeah. So <laughs> Brynn has just been floating in the Bravo ether for a while. Yeah. Which um, I also was looking into because I had sort of deleted from my mind that um, I was like, wasn't one of the Roni housewives of the new season fired? And so, oh yes, yes. Then I was like, I don't think it's one of these women. So then I looked into it, and the woman that was indeed fired, so she isn't on the show, which I assume means they had to refilm all of it, right? Yes, and cut her out of a lot of scenes. Yeah. Um, because yeah, this the first episode is like all of them together, so that had to have been after the fact yes. because I assume there was an original one with six of them, or however many there are. Um, but the woman, uh. She got fired after the announcement, but she was also supposed to be on Real Housewives of Dallas, and that season got scrapped. Whoa. So she's like just, a cursed wow. being. Just flopping in every Bravo <laughs> show. Across universe. the nation. Wow. So that means that, that casting, Bravo casting, just sort of has people in their pocket that they bring out, and if they would con- convince them to like move for the show, I mean... That's having a Southern charm. John Pringle was like living in oh San God. Diego or whatever. About him. And you did? Pringle. Yeah, Pringle. P- 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 Pringle. Pr- Pringle Pandora was... Pringle. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wait, if she leaves Jason? <laughs> yeah. Do you like should. that? Yeah. I don't I like know. Pringle. Me too. Yeah, he's he, cool. Oh, yeah. He's a great addition to the cast. He's just <laughs> so normal and nice and kind of fun. But anyway, Pringle... I think was cast. I mean, he's Shep's uh-huh. friend from college, yeah. but I think he was living in San Diego and he says the entire time, he's like, I'm trying to make a new job work in uh-huh. Charleston, right? That's yeah, uh-huh. Charleston. And um, what he's alluding to is that he was cast on the show and he's yeah. trying to make this work. So um, they just keep people in their back pocket. And if they work on a show, they'll put them on there. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, and speaking of Bryn, I guess a fight with Bryn is what brought this woman down. Which is hard for me to imagine because apparently it's about similar to what we were saying about that uh, podcaster. It was Uh like a Zionist conversation, Uh which we don't need to get into. It's very complicated. (laughs) Uh, You know what happens when we get into geopolitics. (laughs) Um, 
But I'm like, Bryn is the one that brought that up? Right. Like, what? Does Bryn... uh, I assumed it would have been... um, I am still learning their names. Aaron. Yes. Who is Israeli. Yep. So... I thought that would have been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read it was a fight with Bren. I don't want to get into the details because I barely <laughs> remember them. And also, I just don't want to talk about that. Um, did you get a sense, though, that Bren does live in New York? I don't think we saw where she lives or that right. she has any attachment or family at all. Right. She seems... I mean, I love LA and I do not um, subscribe to any LA stereotypes. But if she were to be anywhere, I would assume it would be here. Me too. And I didn't get <laughs> one route toward, that points towards her New York life like when she uh in the beginning when she visits a is it sigh sigh mm-hmm. i almost said say sigh yeah, um she's like brooklyn is a vibe yeah. oh my god <laughs> brooklyn's a vibe i'm like yeah bitch we've been here oh i think aaron actually they show a clip we're we're getting into roni maybe <laughs> we should just transition into it right sure are, are we we're at the end of our brin talk and then it yeah. segues perfectly into roni we didn't sure. have anything else to say right i don't do think we, so do we want to start with roni i think so Okay, Priority. well, just, just to finish this little thought, and then we'll get into Roni officially. Aaron, in an uh, upcoming scene, says she has no attachments to U- New York. She's basically a tourist. Okay. She must be talking potentially about Bryn. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, Aaron, a lot of them are um, true New Yorkers. Yes. Sigh. Yeah. Or, or, or sorry. Um, yeah. 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 Sai she's says, like Brooklyn. She's like, yeah. she's like, I represent Brooklyn all day. Oh, yeah. Like she's lived her, there her entire life. Aaron seems very tied to New York. Yeah. Um, Uba moved from or Jessel moved from London to New York. Right. It seems. Not, yes. Not recently. Um, who else is there? Jenna. Jenna's lived there forever. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So they do have a lot of tried and true New Yorkers. Yeah. Bryn might be the anomaly. Yeah. Um, all right. Well... Should, do you want to say how you felt about it sure. generally? First, I want to say, before I even speak of this <laughs> new era of Roni, I want to say everything I say about this new era is caveated with the fact that I will never forgive Bravo for what they did <laughs> to the old Roni ever. Old <laughs> Roni was 10 times better than this. Season 14 of Roni with Ramona, Luann, Sonia, potentially Dorinda, Maybe they could have gotten Bethany back. Whoever. Mm-hmm. I would have even t- taken another season of Leah and Ebony if this was the case. Yeah. No matter what, that would have been a better season of television. I know it. For sure. <laughs> so I liked this, Roni. I was yeah. decently okay with it. I think the casting was, was the best part about it. Yeah. The actual cast, which mm-hmm. that's good. That's like 90% of the work. Yeah. But it does not at all <laughs> assuage my horror at what happened so <laughs> yeah that's it that's yeah how, that's i had how to I'm... i had to consider it differently yes. as if it was a new and it, city and it really or should whatever. have been. it, it yeah. really should have been that would have been the best case scenario that should have been called roni the next generation yeah or whatever they could have given it maybe the they glamour. still will do the legacy eventually yeah i mean they they right will. now they're like you can eat the crappy lake swap yeah. <laughs> slop, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How that crappy lake. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that Did caveat you, stands. Um, this is because you said they maybe could have gotten Bethany back. I didn't I didn't have the heart to listen to it, but did you see that she interviewed Jill this week? I did. Did you listen to it? Not yet. I'm okay. saving it for a time when I, when I... Well, first of all, I'm so tired of 
both Jill and Bethany yes. want to burn bridges with Bravo every single month and then try <laughs> to come back in the universe right. or wiggle their, or like, uh, what's that called? They want to hang the, the, oh God, I have no clue what I'm trying to say. You know, they want to <laughs> have talk their cake about and the, eat it have too. <laughs> their cake, they they want to talk like they, they could potentially come back and if you paid me enough money, but then they burn the Bravo bridge every single time they talk. It's really weird. And it's giving desperate where yes. I'm like, if you've moved on and you're well, so... No one said Jill has moved on. <laughs> well, no. But Bethany. <laughs> yes. You know, she's always, you know, the Bethany clause. Every time I open my TikTok app, it opens yeah. and she's talking about the Bethany clause literally yes. every single day. Yes. She goes, it's named after me. I'm like, we know. You've told us every top, day of my top life. Top five claim to fame. Um, And she brought that up in regards to the strike. Somehow she worked that in. Um, And it's like, if you're so fucking rich... So happy in, you know, Connecticut and the Hamptons with your daughter and your fiance, whatever. Then why do you keep talking about the heyday? Yes. Over and over again. Also, also 80% of her podcast enterprise is housewives related. Totally. Rewives and the housewives historian or whatever where she grades their businesses like I was telling right. you on one of our Patreons or whatever. So yeah, she's so indebted to the housewives as part of her legacy but she tries to pretend like she's above it completely and then the only time and then you know she released the Jill Zarin uh, reunion on the night Roni premiere yeah. to try to like overshadow it or yeah. get some of the runoff from it. Yeah and then I guess they were talking about I heard that uh, Jill was saying that like they didn't have permission to film at Bobby's funeral, which there's no way. I know, I know, I know exactly what happened. They already like have cleared this up multiple times. Jill said a assistant of hers, without her approval, said that Bravo could come film at Bobby's funeral. Yeah, fucking right. (laughs) Jill told that assistant and then had plausible deniability to say they could film at Bobby's funeral because she wanted a scene with Bethany outside. It was a powerful you know sad scene yeah but there's no way bravo would ever encroach on a funeral no and bethany wouldn't either no without the approval of jill so jill is lying yeah jill's jill's a goddamn liar you i mean i'm sorry i I never i never liked jill that never liked her that is the most iconic moment in history there's been enough drama (laughs) alex mccord yeah that is that i think that is my favorite moment in it's bravo history so good. I, th- I think i think the best i think it just is maybe top top two I, I i couldn't even think of a better moment the 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 honest reaction of alex mccord ramona and who else is there with sonia and Sonia's just starting out and bethany they're so oh yeah, and bethany they're so upset about what transpired with kelly that they have no nerve they have no more um what's that called like pleasantries in them to even appease <laughs> jill for silent. one second and then jill has the rudest entrance ever in history and then she tried to recreate an ultimate girl trip and it oh my fell, god it landed like it honestly gave the exact same reaction that it did the first time everyone's like oh it. you are here yeah they didn't understand it like they didn't get her iconic moment at all anyway um so good that's that is a life highlight of for us all yes um okay sorry so back to roni okay. um but your original question was just how did yes. i <laughs> yes exactly. how did I, like, I give it a i give it a i'm trying to be as objective as i can and not be sad about the old roni yeah i give it a, like a b minus okay or a b uh-huh. like wasn't great yeah the cast is better than i expected but there were some uh 
cringe-inducing moments about the familiarity between the cast members and the drama they tried to make seem petty but actually uh, really quintessential Roni. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really lame. Uh-huh. So there, so it was a bad balance, but that's probably because this is the first episode and it could get better yeah. once they have familiarity. Yeah, I feel like the first episode is always hard because it has to do so much heavy lifting of yes. introducing everyone, establishing a dynamic, maybe a feud, not quite necessary to have a feud from the start, but, um, you know, you have to say, you know, where everybody lives, meet their kids, who knows who, you know? So it's, I think it was pretty good considering it had to do all that work. I was more entertained than I thought it was going to be because I kind of like most of the internet had my arms crossed and was like, and I was like, all right, you know what? The thing is it's New York. So, History aside, you know, let's just pretend there's never been a New York Housewives before. And finally, we're getting a real Housewives of New York. Good thought. That's always going to be the city itself and the caliber of lifestyle and whatever is going to be peak. Yes. So they have a leg up. Just, just because of the nature of New York. Yeah. Getting a window into what like like, New York City is. You want to know about that. Yes. Did we get enough of that this episode? <laughs> I liked the, what I presume to be the restaurant catch yes. uh, storyline, just because I thought the bleeping was funny. Do you think that that was a gag or do you think that that was like a legal thing? I think legally, I don't know. You can talk shit about anything. Yeah. Like you really can. So I think, I guess, what's that called? I think part of me is like, they wanted to bleep it just for the mystery of having us, which it did a great job. It had everyone talking about what is this mysterious restaurant. Good job. Also, they were talking about it so dismissively that I do think (laughs) Bravo would maybe just want to be like, hey, let's ease up on this restaurant. It's like, isn't it it Tom Colicchio's restaurant? Oh, is it? I didn't look into it. I just remember, so for some reason it popped into my head while I was watching. And then once I thought of it, when you looked at their lips, I was like, that's what they're saying. And I just know it from years of reading gossip in you know the uh-huh. mid aughts like that was like they said you yeah. know at yeah. that time Bryn also does like a little pun or whatever she goes i wouldn't be caught dead at <laughs> oh yeah there you go yeah um but uh and then on watch what happens live afterwards aaron says to andy she's like andy you've been there it's not that bad and andy was like it's not that bad he was like a lot of athletes go there yes like basically it's not cool but i was saying this to some people where it makes sense that Bryn thinks that way because I have a feeling her entire persona is based off of where she's seen. Yes. Whereas anyone else who just like lives in New York and like, like Jenna Lyons said on Watch What Happens Live, she was like, I would go. I don't care. Like, right. Because she's it's like, the most... it's not going to tarnish your reputation if you are established. Right. But if you're trying to go to specific places to build your yeah. brand, then that would be a stinker location. But if you're confident in your brand, you can go wherever you want. Totally. Yeah. That (laughs) that drama made sense to me. I mean, I was, I was fine with it. I actually would have preferred if they would have just, it was better than the cheese storyline. Yeah. The cheese (laughs) storyline is why I would dock it maybe two full points because (laughs) it didn't make sense. It didn't make any sense. They never got to a point where I understood what the fuck they were talking about. Parse it for our listeners and for you. Let me raise hell for a second. <laughs> Our new catchphrase. Um, okay. Sai uh, and Bryn and other people went to Aaron's house for a party. I think Bravo 
said, you guys have to hang out for a month before we start filming to get to know each other. And you have to have X amount of dinners and X amount of restaurant goings. <laughs> X and amount of cheese. X amount of cheese related drama. <laughs> take selfies with each other. Start a group text where yeah. you all talk to each other and then we are going to mine that for your familiarity and we're going to mine that for drama anything we can get out of yeah it. so i think that was very regimented for sure uh-huh. so Sai and bren go over to aaron's house she has a cheese plate out which is a staple of charcuterie one of the three things you put on a charcuterie charcuterie board? charcuterie <laughs> cheese can't I mean, it's essential to a charcuterie plate, right? <laughs> Can't be ignored. Right. And then Sai, apparently, Bryn said that Sai, wait, Bryn said that Sai <laughs> said, why do you have this? What is that? Oh, you eat cheese? That's weird. And Sai said, I never said that. Yeah, I cause... had cheese in my mouth and I was drinking <laughs> champagne, so I never said that. But then Bryn said that Sai said that. Right. And then Bryn is the one spreading this rumor to Aaron. And then Aaron found out secondhand that Sai had said this cheese related. So insult. she was mad at both of them. She was more mad at Bryn because she yeah. doesn't believe that Sai actually said it. Right. And Sai said she didn't say it. So yeah. Bryn is saying that Sai said something that she says she didn't say. Right. It's at one point Sai says something that made a little more sense, where she implied that what she said was something like, "Is this all we're eating?" Or like, you know, you know when there's like snacks out yeah. and you're like is there going to be more food or not? Like yeah. she said something that gave me a little something to grab onto right. where I'm like, maybe there was a misinterpretation of her saying like, is this all there is Yes, or something like that? Right. Cause every other version I was like, I don't understand what you're saying yes. and it doesn't make sense that there's no way to squeeze drama out of this because I don't even understand how it's offensive because I don't even know what you're talking about. Yes. And it never really got clearer. Like you said, it sounded like the actual people involved in this dramatic moment didn't care about it. They only cared that Bryn was like spreading it. And Aaron eventually just tried to clear, clear things up with Bryn. Right. But really, I guess she was more offended by them going to Casa Cipriani over catch (laughs) for that big group dinner. Yeah. Right. And then the cheese thing was sort of like a red herring. Right. In this yeah. whole drama. Yeah. Um, that part was bad. And also uh, it just to me reinforced that these people don't know each other very well. Right. Even though you're trying to harp on it. And there's other little moments, too, where they try to fake like camaraderie between them. Like when Uba and uh, I think Aaron meet up. Do you, do you remember when like they meet up and they talk about like the celery juice? Aaron says yes. that her, her son drank celery juice and then yes. Uba was like the celery juice juice that your son drank and he had diarrhea all over the place <laughs> whatever and it, and it was just like to call attention to the fact that they have hung out at least once before yeah she was like i know that story <laughs> i know a story that you've told me once in that group chat before but yeah. then there's a lot of moments where like jenna meet goes to jessel's house for the first time and she's never been there she's never met his husband right you know so it's just I think that they should have maybe done a little more of letting us see how they actually did become friends because that would have been better than faking the intimacy that we see here that ultimately all that drama was resolved by the end of the episode and we're basically starting from scratch anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. By the time Aaron sits down, um, Bryn to talk, by the time their asses are seated, the beef is squashed. Yes. There's nothing to talk about. They just go like, I didn't mean for you to think that. And then they're like, okay. Yes. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, who, so who, who stood out to you from the, the cast? Like, who did you like? Who, who were the stinkers? Were there any stinkers? Um, 
Well, okay. Um, I'm preemptively culturally interested in Jenna Lyons. Like, I already have known who she was for 10 yes. years. I am into it. So, and to me, she's like, there's, she's someone that if pre all of this, if I would have seen her in New York, I'd been like, oh, fuck yeah, that's such a good New York sighting. Like, yes. she's a good pick just culturally because um, she's like cool and yeah. like influential. So, and I think her personality, I'm hoping that she'll get more in the mix. I feel like she's very professional. So I don't know like how down and dirty she's going to get. Yeah. Did you, what if Jenna had hypothetically just been added to the cast of Roni season 14 with our previous cast members? That would have been fun. She would have been like a Carol exactly. figure. Exactly. Yeah. And which, when the Do Carol- you think they know each other? Who? I bet you did. Jenna and Carol. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm sure. Jenna seems to like know everyone. But I just, that would have been such an organic, good cast addition. And I would have loved to see Ramona and Jenna Lyons interact <laughs> instead of this group that's curated around Jenna. Jenna right. would have been a, such an outlier, interesting yeah. outlier in the Yeah, because she's kind Roni. of a square. Yes. Yeah. I would have loved to she see She would have just been like outraged. Luann would get jealous of her just like she got jealous of Carol. <laughs> She'd be, yeah, it's like so Carol slash her. Heather. Totally. You know? Totally. Like... Yeah, I, I, that's just, that is my dream. I was like, Jenna would have been so great, and it would have revived the shit out of Roni if totally. she was cast on the old Roni. Yeah, because she has some cachet, and I'm sure Ramona would have said something offensive about her being gay. Yes. <laughs> they honestly could have organically at least started to get this these new cast as like friends of, and right. really test out... Aaron Lee, she would have been good. I would yeah. like to see her. She has the Heather Thompson yeah. energy that was good. No, I like Aaron, and I like uh sigh yeah and um i'm afraid that uba is simply gorgeous Mm -hmm. i but in the preview there's some drama where she she uh yeah she um i think she she (laughs) she like takes aaron's sunglasses off or something like that so maybe there's something there yeah yeah she was yeah she was okay she Um, just apparently she's cousins with chanel is that her name iman Oh, I don't uh, from, know From um, Dubai. Oh, okay. Um, who is a little bit of a showboat for me. You okay. know, she's one of those people that they go out for dinner and she wears like a ball gown okay. and you're like, okay, yeah, please chill. I liked Uba okay. She didn't really have that much to do yet. She's just kind of like the silly one. Yeah, she's I, just like friendly. I'm, yeah, I, I was fine. I like that. I think Jessel may be the weakest link so far. <laughs> yeah, she, I'm not down. And also she's the one that puked at the premiere party. Why? She just got so <laughs> I heard drunk? She, her, well, she's a publicist first of oh. all, so don't believe anything that she says. Damn, but like Hubhouse. Exactly. The PR, her story is that she had just traveled internationally and hadn't slept in days and had like food poisoning or something like that and so she puked all over the roni premiere party all over yeah <laughs> and he's like covered in barf <laughs> yeah it's like a total barfarama <laughs> and on page six the details were so funny it was like it was pure liquid and soaked into the carpet immediately <laughs> 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 so like so gross soaked. wait okay wait so it wasn't in chunks laying atop the no, carpet they said it was pure liquid and wow. that they had to get people around it Damn. and that like she like put her hand over her mouth and she like ran up the stairs and then puked at the top oh of the stairs God. and then went to a bathroom and puked in the sink 
<laughs> and I'm like, dude, you should have just left. Yeah, that's horrible. But why is it better that it was she just got in traveling? Like, well, I don't know. I guess because she barfed so much, it makes more sense than saying I was. I drunk know. And I'm I like, are you you're puking from exhaustion? Do you remember when Luann got barfed on at her cabaret? Oh my god, yeah. Do you think it was Jessel? Maybe. Um, no, she's super boring. Not into it. And she's sort um, of taking cues from everyone else. You can tell she's sort of trying to learn how to act on this show from the other cast members. Yeah. Where the best case scenario is you're just naturally entertaining. Sort of like Jenna. I didn't find Jenna to be so entertaining. Yeah. Because uh, I, also I think she was like overrated. Like I thought she was like coming in and I was like, oh, I'm going to love Jenna Lyons. She was yeah. okay. Yeah. Her Aaron apartment was, was sick though. Yeah. Oh yeah. So cool. Aaron, did you like when Aaron was like, Jenna is so kind of kooky <laughs> or no quirky. She yeah. Was, She's the kind of girl, I don't know, she is so wild. She likes parsley and not dill. She likes <laughs> yeah. green olives and not black olives. And she goes, she's just wild. I couldn't believe what the fuck she was saying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's your example? Yeah. Did you see, someone did that meme of that girl that ha- is in the grocery <laughs> yeah. store. She has chips on her head. Yeah. And she says, she's so crazy. I yeah. love her. That was exactly what Aaron was trying yeah. to give. You crazy girl. <laughs> um, that was insane. Yeah. Um, which also lends itself to the cheese drama. Cause it's like, is there something wrong with you guys? Like you think everything is weird, I guess. I think, I think, I think petty drama. It, okay. So there's a lot of Bravo accounts too. I don't know if you follow them, but I follow them on Twitter. Yeah. Where there's like 10 Bravo accounts and they were seriously like, this is a masterpiece. No holds barred. Perfect. Yeah. I loved everything. The the they are fighting about cheese and I love it. So and they're like, this is so petty. I I'm it's giving me life. And I was like, there's a difference between uh, petty. That's dr- giving Paola. What's that? Oh, Bravo Paola. Totally, totally. And I'm not accusing that because I want to get that BravoCon press pass bad. But I think you have to be objective to stay. You know so people can listen to you and continue to trust your opinion. Yeah. And I just think there's a difference between petty drama, like something that like Ramona and Dorinda would fight about. Like, like, do you remember when they were at that, like that charity for like abused? Don't get me started. Right. And and it was just like, they were fighting about who had like, who could talk the most, whatever. Yeah. Like that was petty drama and legitimate and earned from those people we know and love. Yeah. This petty drama was petty for its own sake. And just to simulate, petty drama which was lame right well they also they just don't have um any history really so you know with someone like ramona and dorinda they have a dynamic yes that lends to that so whenever drama starts from the get-go over something stupid you're like what are you even talking about like there's yeah. nothing here. Do you do you want to go to Casa Cipriani when we go to New York someday? <laughs> yeah, we should. Um, I've heard apparently it's a um, like a club, like yeah. a like a members. But you club. can't take photos of other people. I think right. Oh. Like you can't because I think there was. I don't. This might not be true. I barely have a hold on any pop culture <laughs> news. But I think like someone was like photographed there. Like I think Taylor Swift was photographed uh-huh. there. And you're not supposed to do that, so uh-huh. you like get banned if you okay. post any photos. But then they had a selfie from Casa Cipriani, yeah. so I guess you can take a photo of yourself. I guess maybe they snuck it. I'm going to because I was confused at first. Oh, you're going to New York. I am going to New York. I'm going to a different Cipriani. I just uh, checked while we were talking because I was like, my sister's friend made a reservation, but it's called I think it's called Cipriani Dolce. But they, on Roni, they used to talk about Cipriani. Well, there's like a boring Cipriani that's like Cipriani Wall Street. That's like an event space. Oh, okay. um, That they have like award shows there. And um, I think it's kind of just like a like 
run of the mill, like not cool restaurant. Is, is that what Ramona was always talking about? I think. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I didn't know that there were all these different ones. I'm out of the loop in New York City. But um so I will let you know what okay. this other one is. But um I do want to note that um two of them have kids named Rio. Yes. Good <laughs> to note. Uh Jessel, right? And um Sai. Sai. Rio. Yeah, Sai has London and Rio. And Sai has London and Rio, and Jessel's from London. That's right. Jessel has Kai and Rio. Whoa. What you, so something was going on in the Rio world. Yeah, when... it must have charted that year. Um, and then Jessel brings her kids into Brooklyn, and she's like, this is your first time on the Brooklyn Bridge. And then when they go up to the apartment, she's like, good, this is called a stoop. She did? To yeah. her mom? To the kids. Oh, to the kids? Wow, this is just, and I'm oh, like, oh. I can't deal any longer with the conversations about Brooklyn being other. Because yes. I'm like, Sex and the City had that conversation 20 years ago. Like, Brooklyn is in parts more expensive than Manhattan at right. this point. You know, it's completely metropolitan. Right. Like, well, yeah. I mean. Shut up. Yeah. Also, Roni forged the, the of path course. For, for Brooklyn. I mean. Yeah, I guess it shouldn't be even remarked on anymore. No, right? it's but like, but there, but this is this felt to me count like uh, contrary to the myth where they weren't trying to shade Brooklyn in any way. They were trying to elevate Brooklyn, but right. I guess even commenting on it is sort of yeah, strange like, at this point, right? Like that woman being like <laughs> that woman. That's how much respect I have for her. Um, <laughs> being like her kids are like, actually, I don't know how old those kids are. What are they? One uh, or two? I, I, I didn't even look at those kids. <laughs> I, I, they walk. They so walk. there's that. Yeah, right, right, right. So, uh, but being like, this is your first time crossing the Brooklyn. Br-, I'm just like, it's not exotic. Like, what is Brooklyn, <laughs> mommy? I'm scared. Where are we? We're in Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, those, yeah. Those, those little boys. Oh, oh, I was gonna say a huge negative so far. No good house husbands. Yeah, at all. I didn't even see a spark of. Of someone that even might be fun. That's Aaron's true. Aaron's husband? No, she he was he kind had, of MIA. She said he had a bunch of thongs in his bed when they used <laughs> to make love back in the day. Yeah. I guess she's trying to give him a sexual, charismatic spark. Um, it seems like her family will be a bigger deal than her marriage. Yes. You know? Which so I, I think that's actually a good sign um, when someone's super involved with their family. I'm like, all right, there's some hustle and bustle here. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I, I liked that. That was, that was fun when they gave that, that full dinner, the dad was giving a, you know, a toast or whatever. Yeah. I, I liked that. That yeah. was nice. Um, but no other remarkable house husband so far. I mean, they didn't get a lot to do. Sai's husband didn't really have a spark. No. Um, who, he's retired. They said he was. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He, I need more details on how he's retired. And then apparently, I think they're teasing that Jessel's husband is like out the door. Like, <laughs> I need to know more. Where did he say he was going? He goes, I, oh man, I forget too. Man, I watched this like three times. I don't remember. <laughs> it it's was that, like, I, gotta, I need some me time. I'm going. It was like Thailand or something. Yeah, I think you're right. And she was like, why are you going to Thailand? He was like, I need some time to myself. I was like, that's giving Ralph on uh, Atlanta when he goes to Florida and won't say why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that, yeah, that was a that was a drawback so far, but maybe they just haven't had time to shine. Yeah, TBD. Um, also, yeah, the Jenna's visit to Jessel's apartment was try hard, and then she was so 
complimentary to her mom. Like she was like, your mom's incredible. Yeah. And then she's like, how old do you think my mother is? She's and she's 40. like, my age. Yeah. And then she's like, she's 65. And I'm like, I mean, she was a good looking woman, but like, I wasn't shocked to find out that that was her age. I was like, that's 10 years younger than my mom. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's a lose-lose situation to be asked. I would just go way, way under to be complimentary. I would say yeah. 47, you know? Because like, it's like, what if you took a stab at it and you're like, oh, that's exactly right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's awful. Yeah. I hate being in that position. Yeah. Uh, and then Jenna starts eating the Oreos from the jar, which um, it looked exactly like Chloe uh, Kardashian always has cookies in a jar like really? that. that. That big? Yeah. Whoa. like stacked perfectly in a ring and i did think it was funny that she was like wait have those been in there for like 10 years because yeah i always wonder about decorative snacks it was a lot of cookies in there but yeah. apparently they get eaten like every three days right yeah that um, was all right no that scene was boring um and then what did you think about the gold khaki and black theme <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm glad you mentioned it they had the hardest time with this theme they were so confused i was they, like you have three choices i, I would i would have been able to do that i, I would have gotten the memo khaki black or metallic gold or something yeah like it was the easiest theme in the world and they were and they all just like, wore black uh, yeah they all just they, wore black except for uba they couldn't um yeah they couldn't make khaki work in any way um <laughs> i was surprised by that 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 seemed like shocking that they couldn't adhere to such a simple theme right i also wanted to ask um aaron said that she got married just shy of 25 and she said but a new a 25 year old new yorker is like a 35 year old kentucky girl does that make sense to you <laughs> So I was thinking it's the opposite. Exactly. I, I thought that you would normally keep your youth for longer in a big city because everyone else is not moving, you know, exactly. on in their life, like hitting yeah, the milestones like you, of a traditional. Like in LA and New York, you would get married at 35 or like have a kid at 40, right. whereas right. everywhere else it's 15 years ahead. Yeah, I thought that. But then I guess she means experience. Like you're yeah, like on I've the subway. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. The Big Apple. I've taken a bite of the Big Apple and I know everything now. So I think she meant wisdom. You yeah. know, but th but the opposite is true though about where you are in your life milestones hitting earlier, pr presumably in like Kentucky or whatever, right. right? Yeah. No, I thought that was a made me stop for a second and think. Do you think I thought Aaron was just on the line of being entertaining enough, or like I'm, I'm sort of interested in your life, but then also being a little performative like she knows what works and yeah. she's like let me t uh have your ear for a second we can t discuss this like <laughs> having to leave the room already right. for a private chat <laughs> is such a convention of housewives yeah and they haven't been on a housewife show yet so they shouldn't know these conventions i feel right. like aaron seemed very well versed in the tropes for sure no she definitely um has she's organized she i think uh has her head in the game yes. um but i think that could be interesting because sometimes uh, even though they think that they're in control, I think that could turn on yeah. you, you know? I really, yeah. I really liked Bryn. Okay. I, you didn't like her? <laughs> she just seems, um, unhinged. Okay. I, I mean, that's, <laughs> okay. That's, yeah, that's fine with me. I mean, like, like you couldn't, like, did you think she was performatively unhinged or just legitimately unhinged? Yeah. Um. I mean, unhinged. Maybe is, both. Okay. Unhinged <laughs> is probably my top 10 <laughs> criteria for an entertaining cast member. Unhinged. Yeah. A little bit unhinged. Yeah. I think the perfect balance is like self-aware enough to be funny, but then 
unself-aware enough to still be like embarrassing and do <laughs> wild stuff. I think I saw a meme online. Someone compared her to um, uh, Thomas Ravenel's girlfriend. Ashley? Ashley. Oh, she's nothing like Ashley. <laughs> I just watched Southern Charm. She's nothing like <laughs> Ashley. Oh my God. Ashley is like a soap opera villain. A- Ashley yeah. is like a like a rehearsed, like, yeah, like a villain in a soap opera completely. Yeah. I mean, she, there's there's no similarity to, well, in my opinion. Yeah. No, not to discount that person <laughs> that said that. Um, I felt like she was more like a Sonia Morgan t- yeah. type. A young Sonia. Yeah. Did, did you get that energy? Yeah. I guess I maybe am biased against her seemingly being the youngest. I don't even know if that's true, but she seems the youngest. Yeah. Um, and I have an aversion to young housewives. I, I'd say across the board, I mean, Jenna, Jenna's older than you would think. What did she say? Like she's 55 or 54. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, which I guess is, um, that's good housewife age. I don't know how old the other ones are. But like, wasn't Bethany young when she came on? Like under 40? Yeah, but she's like an enigma. Like you're like ageless. She's one in a million. She is. Yeah. I, I think. <laughs> and they threw her to the wolves with all these other hacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she had to fight her way out. I Yeah. I don't know. I found, I didn't, I thought Bryn, I didn't really note her youthfulness. So like it, that wasn't a detriment to her. I, I see what you mean though. Like yeah. when they get younger and younger, like they start to have less of the housewives. Right. Well, just, yeah. It's like, even with the whole catch thing, that I mean maybe that's good because it'll cause conflict because she has different priorities than everyone else um because I feel like I don't know I guess we'll just have to see yeah well I I think she could have been like purposefully doing that just for uh the drama you know for sure like so I don't know but I, I just liked her energy I mean I thought she was legitimately funny I thought uh, she had a lot of energy. She had a little bit of a performative streak, but it seemed in check. She was stirring up drama semi-organically. I mean, the cheese rumor was awful, but uh, that uh, if she was pointed in the right direction, she could continue to like stir up drama in an organic way. And yeah, I mean, she was entertaining, I guess, to watch. So <laughs> She uh, brought up, uh, she caused more drama on Watch What Happens. Uh, Andy asked each of them to say what they've learned so far from being a housewife for this short amount of time. And, you know, some people say, like, be honest or, like, you know, don't share information with people you don't want to get out or whatever. And Bryn's was, don't trust Aaron. Yeah, I know. And Aaron was like, you're uninvited from dinner tonight. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, are they just going to feud forever? Like, Yeah. Well, I do think they have the potential, Aaron and Bren, to be the closest friends just based on their personality and how I think Aaron was legitimately hurt that Bren became yeah. Sai's friend more than hers. Like, yeah. So I think I sensed actual tension between those two because I yeah. think that Aaron really actually likes Bren and Bren is going to be the one who is going to go all over, make you know, friends and be loyal to everyone. And that's yeah. going to offend Aaron. So I kind of like that. If yeah. that actually shows up this season, I feel like Sai is the coolest one. Yeah. Like legitimately. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Like I feel like if I was in the group, I'd want her to like me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. So I was cool. Um, which is why at least, uh, when I like her because she's, she's honest. Like when they were talking about the dinner thing, she was like, yeah, sorry, I ditched you. Like she was like, yeah, I didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah, was like, that, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a good response. And, and Aaron was like, yeah, I like that Sai was just like honest with me about it. Yeah, yeah. I'll see. I didn't get a full sense of Sai's uh, personality. So I got to 
you know, wait for that. But I liked her enough. I feel yeah. neutral about her now. Yeah. I think she's okay. She has like, she's both, um, she has new cachet as an influencer, but she has old cachet as a lifelong New Yorker. True. So it's kind of a good combo. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I love that Jenna's dog is named Popeye. I like that too. And uh, <laughs> Popeye drinks coffee. So yeah. That was really fun. I thought coffee was like, poisonous scary. for dogs, but he must have a stomach that can just I completely so. consume. Yeah, there was a lot of good Popeye moments. He also, Uba was like eating something from the charcuterie board and Popeye got right up in her face and wanted to eat it. I thought that was really <laughs> yeah. fun. Um, I also want to say I read an article uh, I feel the need to share this because in case people were thinking what I was thinking, but I don't want to, I'm, I don't even know. Okay. I read an article that said, I think it was uh, maybe from an interview that Jenna did, but apparently she has like a genetic disorder where she has issues with her teeth and her hair. So her teeth are fake. Oh no. And I couldn't tell if she meant her entire head of hair or if she just has to supplement her hair but like apparently that's always been an issue for her which um i was wondering because she looked different than she used to look and i didn't know if it was part of just the world in which everyone has veneers now and so i was wondering about that and then i read that and then it made me feel bad about thinking about it because she has a disorder but I just wanted to share that in case people were wondering if you've seen what she's looked like for a long time and think she looks different now. That is why. Okay. I saw that photo of her like young at J. Crew, and I didn't really, I don't I didn't think she looked much different, but I don't know her very well. So I don't know like her face or anything. So maybe, I don't know, but her <laughs> yeah. teeth are probably different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I just assumed because, you know, especially housewives, like everyone has new teeth. Like I can list. 20 housewives that got new teeth so i just wondered if it was lisa lisa kyle kyle got new teeth hell yeah she looks completely different who else got new teeth um did kim richards get new teeth i guess we wouldn't probably kim zolciak probably did um oh yeah dorinda Teresa. uh, oh right house husbands (laughs) And, and they're called veneers yeah. Do they do they like wear your teeth down to nubs and then so, put caps on them? Yes, but there's different versions. There's versions where they can just <laughs> for the listeners at home, Jimmy is opening the door with our cat in tow cuz she just had a vet appointment and here she comes. Say, "Hi uh, Martha." Hey Martha. <laughs> She's, She's mad. mad. She's mad. Hey uh, Martha. Jimmy is letting her out of the bag as we speak. Um, But yeah, so there's versions where they can saw your teeth down into tiny little nubs. And then the veneers are like caps that go onto them. In which case you'll never have normal teeth again because underneath you have little demon teeth. That's awful. So it's very funny to think that there are a lot of celebrities that if you x-ray visioned, they have little tiny teeth that look like so um, Christopher just... Walken in Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Lisa <laughs> just has little dagger teeth. <laughs> but uh, there's different versions that are more like fronts. Because I've looked into this because I'm like, how is that what everyone is doing? No, I know. But Sawing there's less invasive versions now where they basically will saw down maybe like the border of your tooth or something like that. And like caps go like onto like the front so it depends on what you need. Like some people have to get like entirely new teeth. Um, but I think some people just get like um, more um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, facade. Yeah. Like, uh, not like just fronts or whatever. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I don't know. I've, there's a TikTok of a, like, I think she's an orthodontist and she looks at celebrity photos from years ago and today and tries to determine whether or not they have veneers. <laughs> wow. Um, and she goes through and then you really start to notice people. Cause I like real teeth. Me too. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I think we've gone way too far on thinking that teeth are flawed. Like, I understand if you have messed up teeth and you can finally afford to fix them that you would want to do that. Right. But now we just assume that any teeth with any variation whatsoever are bad. Right. Because sometimes teeth are very characteristic in a good way. Yeah. Like, you know who has great teeth? Who? Ariana. Oh, yeah. They're kind of like round. I'm trying to imagine her teeth. <laughs> Let me imagine. <laughs> What are they like? Round? Like they're kind of like, there's a word for it on that TikTok that's made me notice teeth shapes. But she talks about people's like canine or whether some are like distended or, you know, there's, you know, there's character in teeth. And some people have naturally nice teeth and they'll still just get veneers because they want them to look just like a straight white panel. Right. And I hate it. Yeah. I I think think we're all going to regret it. It's going to be like the way we're all going to regret open plan kitchens. I think there will come a time when people are going to be putting walls back up. I think you're right. I mean, all trends die and you just got to go with what you honestly think is right and ignore all trends, you know, because all trends just in 10 years, they're not, they're not trending anymore. And then you're stuck with veneers, open floor plans, (laughs) I just hope that nothing happens to veneer technology to where they all start to dissolve and then all these celebrities are left with just little dagger teeth, <laughs> right? In the water wars, all the celebs are just going to be crawling around with little <laughs> fangs. I hope that doesn't happen for well, their sake. Also, I guess this is a trope. I don't watch Love Island, but people that do know that apparently a lot of Love Island people have veneers and they all get them in Turkey. Oh, Okay. People also get, men get uh, hair transplants in Turkey. Apparently it's the hair transplant capital of the world. Have you seen that photo of, it's a flight from Turkey and every man on the entire plane has bandages on their head? It's really interesting. (laughs) Yes. Because apparently I've looked into this. I haven't looked into it, but I've seen TikToks where um, they will, those clinics there, it's so cheap to do it there that it's cheaper to do that there, including the flight and the hotel and everything, which the clinic pays for. Whoa, it's like, like they basically fly you out yeah. to do it there and it'll be like $2,000. And if you did it here, it'd be like 12 yeah. grand. Yeah. When I went, it was awesome. I mean, <laughs> they give you absolutely everything. They asked if I wanted a Mohawk <laughs> and what color I wanted. And I, yeah, I got to fly back with bandages on my head. And then within Ugh. six months, I had a big gigantic Mohawk, which if you can watch on YouTube right now, if you subscribe, you can see my <laughs> Mohawk from my trip. Maybe I should go to Turkey and get a bunch of surgery with our Patreon money. What kind of <laughs> and I'll come out looking like Darcy and Stacy. What would be the one? What would be the one surgery if you could have one? <laughs> I mean, I have a real answer. But okay, all right. <laughs> this is okay. a joke uh, segment, but I—if you really want to know—DM me, and I'll tell you my entire surgery goals. I think if I, I'm, if I, you don't have to say, I think I would be. Uh, You're uh, like, I think you need. No, 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 yeah. If you permit me to tell you what you need, no. I was gonna say I probably would maybe do something teeth related, not veneers. But yeah, I don't, I don't, we shouldn't talk about it, but it's, that's probably the one thing I would do in Turkey. Okay. 
Um, um, I do. I do. Would I do? <laughs> I would like to get my teeth whitened, but yeah. it's expensive. I use this optic white Colgate. Do you uh, find toothpaste. that it works? This is. Please sponsor me right now and us, Turtle Time. But I actually have noticed a little bit of a white difference. Okay. So yeah, I should do something like that. I, I haven't tried at home. But options. don't swallow that toothpaste. It's oh. the, it's the one toothpaste you're not supposed to swallow after brushing Uh-oh. your teeth. Okay. No, I'm serious. You, <laughs> if you're used to toothpaste that you can just completely <laughs> swallow, this one you spit out completely. Rinse your mouth and you spit okay. it out. Okay? Good to know. Optic White, the toothpaste that you spit out after use. That's Crest. Crest. Okay. One of the best. I think it's Colgate, actually. <gasps> you know, Crest and Colgate have the biggest rivalry in toothpaste history. <laughs> have you heard about you that? make a movie about that. The Crest-Colgate Wars. <laughs> it's they're awful one last thing before we end our roni conversation because we were talking about roni yeah i want to say the end of the episode has the hallmarks of a flop era it could go in yeah. two directions this cast is good if they find organic drama i do think they can find their way and this could be good but the end of the episode of jenna's apartment has two tropes that i absolutely hate yeah one is i hate the dinner games Truth yeah. or dare, or any any Q and A, any question. Lisa Rinna, I think, popularized that. Where anytime mm-hmm. they sit down at dinner, she's like, "Let's play truth or dare." What's or, your favorite position? Yeah, it's I, always like it's immediately o- disgusting. It's always either to make the conversation about sex, to make it inherently interesting, or to learn some like gossip about someone, or to reopen an old fight. I think that those fights need to happen organically. So I hated this episode. Just had a literal like game they yeah. play where they answer questions. Icebreakers. And then also, it was a flop era completely when. Bryn and Aaron go into the back room and then yeah. they put on Jenna's clothes. Yeah. And then they're trying to be all silly and fun or whatever, but then they grab each other and they stick. You remember yeah. the lace and the, yeah. what is it? Sequins. And then Jenna just has to watch as these two people she barely knows just <laughs> rip apart her. I feel like she was super pissed. She was so pissed and she's just smiling. And then they broke her chair. Yeah. Uh, uh, she probably called production after that and said, <laughs> Hey, uh, I, I know we're, Filming a show, but they literally broke my chair and ruined a sequin <laughs> shirt from Yeah, Valentino. she did say, yeah, Valentino. I will say, though, on the chair front, if you really looked at what was happening, it was just a pillow on top of a bottomless oh. okay. chair. So, so really, the, she just fell through. Because okay. I was, uh, if if they actually broke that chair, which I assume, like they said, was like an extremely expensive yes. chair, that would have been outrageous and insane. But it looked like she just... It was low-key, a broken chair that was decorative. Okay, so I'll give them that. They didn't <laughs> actually break Jenna's chair, but I didn't like the silly moment where they're trying to be silly. And yeah, it was a little bit like, who do you think you are? Yes, and then they're ruining her clothes, and they're stuck together, and the episode is just ending. Like Jenna <laughs> just seething at them doing this kind of embarrassing thing. They end on a flop moment. Just that, eating fondue. Yeah, that I, yeah, yeah, she's just watching <laughs> them. And I thought that was, you know, not the best representation of what I want to see from Roni. I hope they can come away from that yeah. type of content for sure um yeah i feel like um i don't know i'm curious of what kind of events what season what time of year is it here halloween right because uh there's like oh yeah or, decorations i think at the beginning or uh did i, I make I, that up I don't, I'm. You're probably. I might be right. mixing it up with and just like that. No, also, Halloween I'm, and also, I'm watching like Southern Charm and they're approaching <laughs> Halloween, so I'm like, wait. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know what they said. It was hot and raining. Oh, okay, all so. right. So maybe they're approaching Halloween. So you think maybe 
Are you saying maybe the holidays will pick things up? Yeah, maybe some fun costumes. I love costume seeing, party. I love seeing Christmas in Housewives. Okay, I, I think Atlanta has Christmas. Yeah, because they have a lot of Christmas parties. Because remember when Kenya dresses up like the Grinch? <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's so much. Uh, Thanksgiving on uh, Atlanta right now. Right. Yeah. Right. So they they have their filming schedule always has Christmas in it. Yeah. Um, um, all right. Well, I just did write down um, that. Uh, back to that woman, Lizzie, that was fired. Yes. I just wanted to mention really quick that um, one of the reasons that she is canceled is because she posted offensive stuff about the Hadid sisters who are half Palestinian. But I just had to say that since they are, in fact, the daughters of um, Muhammad Hadid. Right. <laughs> yes. What did she say about them? Just some well, geopolitical yeah. offensive things. Damn. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, so that could be, I mean, it's over. She's never to be seen again, but, um, that combines Yolanda, Muhammad, right. Roni. And then Emily on real housewives of Orange County was talking about the Hadid sisters when she's talking about Annabelle's career. Yes. It's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. They're like the most referenced people, you know, in the Bravo universe. And you got to see their whole like start on Beverly Hills, which is very interesting. uh, Yolanda makes... Gigi like only eat lemons well also she says you know when you get really hungry you just put one almond in your mouth and you suck it and then you just spit <laughs> it out do you remember remember yeah she I remember she did that guest campaign that was on the show and I remember being at the mall at that time and being like that's Yolanda really? Hadid's daughter she got the guest campaign right because is that the one they show where Yolanda goes and when she's, she's sort like of being a total, on the um, sand dunes like jumping oh, okay yeah yeah Okay, so just I guess high level, what what do you think about like Roni for the future? Like, what, what do you think this c- can you know become a pivotal Housewives franchise based off this cast and what you saw here? I mean, I think it could be good. I don't know. I it's just it's almost an existential question because it's hard for me to jump on board to the new ones like Salt Lake. I feel like I still have a bias against Me too. Dubai. I never could get on board with. Um, so I don't know. It's going to have to have some special magic, but I think if they were wise, they would maybe do something where it mixes with the original women. Yes. And then maybe the legacy could spin off from it. Well, or the, ra- something. the ratings were bad. They were. Yeah. It was like, uh, Oh, just over half a million people uh, oh, really? were watching it. Uh, I'm sorry, maybe I have that number wrong, but it was it was low for Roni ratings. Season 13, episode one, the premiere of last season, got almost double the okay. ratings. So this wasn't a complete success, but also who knows what streaming has done to numbers or right. whatever. Um, Crappy Lake still has worse ratings <laughs> than <laughs> yeah, but that um, costs like a dollar to make, right? Which they don't care about. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sad about you know, the Roni we lost, but maybe this could potentially be good. I think the one saving grace is that for the most part, the cast members are good. Decent. I personally better than I thought. Better than I thought as well. Yeah. Um, Also, I'm confused. Is Crappy Lake a Bravo show or a Peacock show? It's on Bravo. It is. Uh, I mean, I I think it's I I think it's Bravo because okay. it's not like they're not even doing the thing where it just airs on Peacock, like Ultimate Girls Trip season three, and then it comes to Bravo. Right. This is airing simultaneously on Bravo, okay. and uh, the lines Peacock. are becoming very blurred. I know. I mean, they, it's it's kind of a great strategy. You could start something on Peacock. I think like 
isn't Miami on Peacock, but then it got so good. That's what I'm also confused about. No, I think it's great. It's like you can have a testing ground on Peacock. If the views are wild and people love it, just they can just port it over to Bravo. And do you have watch Miami? No, not yet. Is, is do it? You? Did it just start again? I thought that they had like two seasons and they canceled it and then they brought right. it back. But up. did the new season just start? I'm not sure. Because it is, it was on right after one of these. I'm so confused because I watched seven franchises this week but i think (laughs) miami is back on and um i didn't realize that one of them is married to that tennis player uh Uh, is her name martina navratilova is that a person i'm not sure i'm not sure (laughs) i i don't know i don't watch real housewives of miami i will someday when you and i want to talk about it but i haven't started that journey Um, at all hold on let me make sure because people are going to yell at me but i'm pretty sure yeah okay Martina Navratilova and wife from Real Housewives of Miami, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So that's interesting. That's a little bit of a, got it brought interest. Do to you me. watch Miami? I do not. I haven't watched the new ones. I watched it when it was on originally and everyone keeps saying it's low key the best. Yeah, I know. So but we I, probably, I don't know who to believe anymore. I, I mean, know. those same people said that Roni season 14 was the best thing they've ever seen. And they're so glad <laughs> Ramona and Dorinda were kicked to the curb. I know. I do like that it is. This, a lot of the same women as it was originally. Yeah, so there's nice. like a through line for me to ex, you know jump but, onto. But I'll tell you, UGT season three, I think the two most oh, popular right. Miami, I did not care for them. Marisol at, and Alexia. I did not derive any pleasure from watching <laughs> them. I mean, that might have just been worst case scenario yeah. to be introduced to them, but they you were didn't, not fun. You haven't seen the original either? But no. Okay. No. Um, yeah, we'll see... I feel like I'm one like bout of COVID knock on wood away from watching all the new uh, Miami. I need yeah. like a reason. Um, but yeah. Cool. Okay. Be good. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, let's do a full turtle piss. Um, right. Just take, sure. maybe take a quick break. We're at an hour and 30 and then, and then we'll we're going to do what uh crappy Lake, Atlanta, Orange County, something yeah, like that. Yeah. The, you a know, quick run through quick run through. I mean, Neither, none of them, Crappy Lake is giving me joy, but it's not very... <laughs> it's it 21 minutes. doesn't need to be talked about in any way, except to say, I like that. We could do in it a full step-by-step review, and it would take us less than 21 minutes. Seriously. Yeah, we, I mean, I think last week we probably talked about it longer than the actual run of the episode. <laughs> anyway, so let's take a break, and then we're, we're going to breeze through Atlanta, OC, Crappy Lake, and then end this episode. But stay with us. We're going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. And we're back. We are 
back. <laughs> I feel 100% better. I feel good. You did? Good. Yeah. Now? Yeah. I put uh, a little ice pack. I'll sh- we can hand it out back and forth. Oh. oh. <laughs> I I love... This thing is a brick. Do you put this with water in it? Uh, I... It always has water. Oh right! In it. So the water is it in here? It's is like it's one of those uh, blue ice, Rubbermaid packs that you put in a cooler. There are so many fun moments to watch on YouTube. <laughs> if you subscribe, you get to see us holding this big gigantic blue brick of ice, and then I my ice thing is off my head. Um, but it was really nice and fun. We're not anywhere near as hot as uh, Luann and uh, Sonia in Crappy Lake. No. Every time. Oh, good transition. Every time they show the weather in Crappy Lake, it's 93 <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit and yeah. 90 degree or 90% humidity. Keep horrible. Right? Yeah. They're, they're hot as hell there. So hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what did you think about this week? Gone Mudden. Okay. I, so I love it. I, I really truly love it all 21 minutes <laughs> each minute of it i feel luann and sonia are capable of making it entertaining yeah like for example even when the public works director craig is calling them on sonia's phone and he's like i'd like to speak to you two please and then sonia's like luann please stop talking i'm trying to listen to craig and then craig starts talking and he has to start his conversation three times because luann keeps talking and that's just that's just them on an off moment where they're just trying to have a phone call yeah. and it's just inherently entertaining. Yeah. So that's what I think crappy Lake brings. Yeah. Just more Utter of Sonya chaos. Yeah. Yes. In the beginning, uh, basically Luann comes to visit Sonia in her room and she's, uh, super stoked cause she got her pipes cleaned by Richard. She said Richard <laughs> had sex with her like four times <laughs> again over, and again and again over and over and he left a quarter for her each time there was four <laughs> quarters at the end of the sex with what was his name billy billy richard yeah i mean could you imagine that hotel room after oh god it was in complete disarray you saw it <laughs> you know it smelled crazy in there <laughs> you absolutely know when billy richard and sonia get done making love it, it makes your hotel room uh and he left her a card that said uh, Richard Services LLC. Yeah, that was fun. And then and then Luann said, "Well, Sonia, you certainly got serviced by Richard." <laughs> and then Luann goes, "I I want to get laid so bad." You remember? And yeah. Then, and then she starts humping her. Yeah, Sonia first starts humping Luann, which was awesome. Like Sonia's still, <laughs> I guess, horny, or she's recreating what Billy did to her. Yeah. And then Luann goes, "It's my turn." And she turns her over and she starts humping the shit out of Sonia. And that's in the first two minutes. I mean. That's what they have in common is that they're always going to try and get laid. Yeah. Their horny levels. I mean, Sonia just got completely, um, her sex levels were, or whatever, you know, her horniness <laughs> is probably abated a little bit. Luann is still horny as hell. Totally. Um, did you, I, I didn't ask generally though, did you enjoy this episode? I did. Okay. I did. With reservations? Uh, no, I'm on fully on board. Okay, good. Um, Do you like it more now <laughs> as it's picking up steam? I think so, because now you have your reoccurring characters, so when they visit the mayor, you're like, oh, it's the mayor. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I love the mayor. He's so great. Did you like that um, they were preparing to plan a, what would normally be called a happy hour, but they are calling it crappy hour? Yes. I was trying to I was trying to figure out how they came to that conclusion to call it that, but then you, when you think about the title, right? Crappy lake. And what are they going to do? They're going to put a bunch of couches and tables in that like park area, and they're going to all have a hot 
hot as hell happy hour. yeah with twinkle lights uh luann said that she wants to make it very saint tropez okay yeah i'm excited <laughs> for that thread to get picked up because i do want to see all of the townspeople get invited to this classy uh crappy hour that's yeah. kind of fun yeah they sort of talked about that and then they didn't make any um what's that called any steps towards building it yet this right. episode did you see yeah. that they said that they're going to be there for five weeks <laughs> that's wild yeah five weeks in benton like that's a long time that is a long time that's not just like two weeks they're in and they're out they barely even got to know the town five yeah. weeks you're there do we know exactly when this was last summer last summer it had to be last summer because it's hot as hell yeah um they also say Christmas in, I think they're having a Christmas, oh, Christmas in July. In July. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's, yeah, peak summer of last year, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, uh, like you said, when uh, Craig calls and he can't get a word in edgewise. And uh, Luann says, uh, he's basically like, he's like, I'm down at the other park if you guys want to come right now. And uh, Luann's like, Craig sounds sexy. Maybe we'll build more than a park. Yeah, I, like, I like that. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I, well, I was thinking she wants to have sex with him potentially. <laughs> Do you think... When you saw Craig, do you think Luann would be interested in having sex with him? Probably. Yeah. I mean, uh, Sonia, when Luann said that, said, we're always optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go to that park and they're like, how can we revamp this thing? First, you got to cut some of those trees down because like some of the branches could fall on the kid's <laughs> head. And then they were like, Craig, we're doing a talent show. Do you have any talent? And he was like, well, no, I don't really, but I am a rodeo clown. I was like, God damn, you have an amazing <laughs> Don't talent. keep that from us. Like a rodeo clown is someone who's like riding around on a, uh, or, or they're in They're a taunting fighter. a bull. Yeah. But are they like dressed up as a clown at all? I think they usually do. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then he was gored by a bull. Oh my God. I was like, is that like, do you have antibiotics? Like it looked bad. It looked like. It was like his rib. You don't watch Game of Thrones, but it looked like grayscale where a little piece of it would start to spread all over your body oh. and then you become sort of this. A figure made out of stone. Oh shit! That happens in Game of Thrones. <laughs> it sounds right up my alley. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're super horny that he's a rodeo clown, and then Sonia does a somersault. Yes, and smears shit all over her entire body. Yeah, she she goes down <laughs> to do an unnecessary somersault. I think to show off what talents, her fitness. Yeah, her fitness, whatever. And yeah, there's just dog shit all over this park. I mean, they showed <laughs> shots of that park, and it was basically being used as like a dog poop. <laughs> Like she tries to get in their shiny new truck and she's like, oh, there's shit everywhere. Yeah. And then it stinks. Luann's like, what is that? It's all over her clothes. <laughs> and then they pull over immediately covered in shit. <laughs> they go to a lemonade stand, which is conveniently, I thought, having yes. a very, like, very upscale lemonade stand, wouldn't totally. you say? Yeah. I mean, very nice. With yeah. a juicer. The yeah. kids were all, like, wearing, like, little... Um, were they wearing suits? <laughs> uh, I don't remember suits, but um, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in my day, it was all about the country crock. What? The powder lemonade. Back in your day, lemonade stands yeah. were all dedicated to country crock. <laughs> yeah. Not not fresh. Right. And these kids were juicing lemons. Yeah. And then Luann goes, let's help out these kids. And she, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she squeals her tires, right? Yeah. And they get there and she goes, she says, she goes, I am so horny. That's what I wrote down. I'm so horny, but I'll take a break and I'll help these kids sell lemonade. She's right? dressed like the farmer's daughter. <laughs> what does that mean? You know that like trope of the hot farmer's daughter? She was wearing like Daisy Dukes oh. and like a flannel tied up with high heels. Oh, so like if you were driving past a farm and <laughs> you saw the farmer's daughter and she's milking a cow and she's dressed yeah, she had, in like, like, like freckles and pigtails. 
oh, right. And she's wearing high-rise shorts, and you said, what, a flannel yeah. sort of tied up? Yeah. And, okay. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> so then Luann says, sex sells at this lemonade stand, yeah. right? She goes, park in the handicap. Who cares? She did? Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah, she was racing to help out this lemonade stand. <laughs> and then this uh, this person comes over who runs like a kind of a nice, what, tea shop, was it? Yeah, like a cafe. Yeah. And she goes, I would love you to come to my royal tea event but we didn't didn't see that no but it's like this is setting the groundwork for what else is gonna happen she's kind of this woman is giving borderline like rockabilly did you you think so yeah she had like um red lipstick and a 50s kind of dress yeah it seems like her vibe yeah right yeah like if you luann and sonia are there to bring crappy lake into color wait they're making the whole town horny i was wondering why (laughs) everything was black and white except Sonia and Luann and then but then when that woman came out her lipstick was red the color red so are they making all the trees light on fire so they're wait that's why they're doing that so they're gradually bringing color to the town yeah so this town is in the 1950s crappyville no wonder I love this show so much because I like Pleasantville it's good What's that boy's name who's in it? Toby Maguire. <laughs> yeah, that's a rare Toby Maguire performance where you don't see Toby Maguire very much. I think he's bad on set. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he's a monster. Well, he got that demon role in Babylon. Right. I think <laughs> uh, Damien Chazelle was playing on the rumors that uh, he is an absolute nightmare. All right. Okay. Um, I bet uh, Sonia and Luann would love to party with him and Leo. Are you talking about them potentially joining the Pussy Posse? I think they'd be good female members. Do you think Leo still runs that thing? Yeah. I um, like, well, no, I don't like the idea of it, but I can't <laughs> believe they actually refer to themselves as that. Or do you think that was a colloquial <laughs> no, term? No, I think they, they do. Also, I heard that the only female member historically was Sarah Gilbert from Roseanne. Really? Yeah. Whoa, that's awesome. They're, that's just like the Rat Pack. They only had one female <laughs> member, but I forget what her name was. Oh, wow. It's was it like, Shirley MacLaine? No. I wish. A, that would be so <laughs> Shirley <laughs> MacLaine? That would be so fun. I forget what her, what her name was, but she was sort of the den mother of the Rat Pack. Okay. If you um, know who the den mother of the Rat Pack was, please write it on YouTube. <laughs> I please think. comment now. Um, Jimmy, we were listening to a book about the Manson murders that oh, wow. came out recently, and... Um, Terry Melcher and Dennis Wilson. Uh, Terry Melcher is Doris Day's son. Okay. Um, They had a group. Can you guess what they were called? It was like Pussy Posse, but it had a little more. Wait, uh, let me guess. What were the last names? Terry Melcher and. Dennis Wilson from the Beach Boys. Melcher and Wilson. (laughs) And does it have something vulgar in it? Kind of. (sighs) I want to guess Melcher and Wilson. And it's just them two in the group with Manson? I think there were other ones, but. I don't think Manson was part of it, but they like hung out with him. You think Manson sort of just dipped into these posses, like the Pussy Posse yeah. and the Melcher Posse? Okay, tell me what it was because I can't even guess. The Golden Penetrators. Wait, I would have <laughs> never in a million years guessed that. They were the Golden Penetrators? Yeah. Because what? They had sex so often? Yeah. Oh, my God. Doris Day's son. Doris Day's son. Oh, she's not still with us, is she? No, she I don't think be, so. Oh, I mean, I hate this phrase, but she must be rolling in her goddamn grave to hear that her wonderful son, Terry Melcher, is part of the Golden Penetrators. That's what they called themselves? Yeah. That's not even uh, easy to say. 
Right. And then he went on to date uh, Candace Bergen. Candace Bergen, who is, I know that person. What was Murphy she Brown. Oh, Murphy Brown. Of course. <laughs> was he part of the Golden Penetrators when they started dating? I'm not sure on the timeline. Maybe she whipped him into shape. She she said, absolutely not Terry Melcher. Because they were on the, they were almost on the Manson murder list. They were? Yeah. Who? Uh, Melcher. Melcher and Bergen. Oh, and not Wilson, right? Wilson was kind of affiliated with the Mansons a little bit. Well, it was his house. Uh, Cielo Drive used to be his house. Right. So he was looking for him and then discovered that Roman Polanski and Sharon Tate live there. Um, Who wrote that? Anniversary's coming up. Who wrote that book if you don't? Oh my God. Um, That's a good question. I forget what it's called. Is it good? It is good. It's kind of about. um, I need Jimmy to do the full review because I only listened to part of it when we were on a road trip, but it's about. There's like CIA conspiracies about. (gasps) You were trying to end the hippie movement. It was like they uh, were using possibly Manson as an agent of chaos. This, does this book presuppose that? <laughs> yeah. It's like a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Whoa. But okay. it was like a bestseller. We're not out here being uh, QAnon. Okay. Well, be- I'll okay. Google it for you. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> well, what were we talking about? We were talking about the Pussy Posse, obviously. Lemonade which, stand. I'm not... I was asked to join okay. the Pussy Posse, like I told you off mic, but I just didn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. Respectfully. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, just wasn't for me. And also, they're New York-based, and I was in LA. Okay. Does that make sense? Would yeah. you have joined? <laughs> um, I bet they do have a lot of fun. Could they change their name and be like the Fun Boys? <laughs> or the Bar Boys? <laughs> Nightlife guys? We love the nightlife. We love to boogie boys. The boogie boys has got fun. The boogie boys. Let's let's. The pussy posse gets such a weird rap because that name is just sort of vulgar. Yeah. If we could rebrand it as the boogie boys or something a little more fun, I would join. It's yeah. Leo. What's the other guy's name from Toby McGuire? Toby McGuire. Um, uh, Jonah Kev- Hill, I think, was a oh, was really? a late honorary member. Honorary. Kevin Connolly. Yeah. You have. I heard the entry fee or whatever is you have to have sex with three different people. Uh, within six months. That's all. <laughs> That's a lot. Three. You have to be single and have sex with three different people within six months. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's so Leo did that. That's wild. Jonah <laughs> did that. Toby McGuire did that. And then who? Are, they should let Jackson. Why? Because he had sex with uh, seven people. Seven in two people weeks. in two weeks. They might be like, dude, that's too much. They might be like, you They're can't, like, bro. That's disrespectful. Dude, he's in the Golden Penetrators. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Well, anyways, the lemonade stand earned two hundred eighty-five dollars. They ripped it up. Yeah, people were going honk honk when Luann was out. Uh, <laughs> that woman tried to run her over. She was like, "I'm trying to leave," and Luann was like, "You want my autograph?" <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. What did Luann sign say? Did you see? Uh, Fresh cold lemonade. I actually don't know. I think okay. Yeah, I was gonna say it said <laughs> something else, but it didn't. Um, oh, oh, I saw it. during this time, uh, right after the lemonade stand, when they're talking about how we're, they're going to go mudding with yeah. Billy or whatever. Sonia dropped a huge. Oh, I, maybe I'm skipping ahead, but I just wrote it down as a trivia fact, so it doesn't really matter. But Sonia dated Richard Lewis. I didn't oh remember that. Yeah, no, and she describes him as a huge fucking star, which I essentially only know him from curb yeah and maybe if you lived in new york city in the 80s he was a big comedy star in new york he was huge in the 80s do you believe that 
Did he? Did they dated? That that he was as huge of a star as she said. So we would have to be New York '80s, like Andrew Dice Clay era, and yeah. probably he was like hot in the New York scene because he yeah. does seem like he had an era, but I think it was very brief, and he never translated to movies or television. <laughs> so I think her her dating him is like a get and obviously she would reference that and that that's fun but i don't think richard lewis ever had a huge era right the friendship between him and larry david is one of the most beguiling things about curb <laughs> enthusiasm because to me richard lewis isn't very funny at all he's not <laughs> but good their dynamic sh- is it builds on itself that yeah he's just one of the characters where you're like there he is again yeah but he, he's my least favorite curb <laughs> character just because he's just i don't know he's just, i mean i guess he plays sort of a desperate craven guy has he been on wtf I'm I bet sure. he has. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sure. go dig up that. Yeah, maybe see if he brings up uh, Sonia Morgan. He's so like, he, he, all of his Instagrams are just like, I can't be on curb this season. I, <laughs> but I wish I could be on it so bad. I love Larry so bad. He's just, he's so <laughs> indebted to curb now for all of his fandom. I just love that. It feels like that memory came out of nowhere for her where she's like, I haven't been in a stretch limo yeah. since I dated Richard Lewis. I was like, what? Yeah, that was, that was, well, I mean, of all people, Richard Lewis. <laughs> that, that was perfect. Yeah. So Didn't they, she say before that she dated Eric Clapton? I think so. Right. I, I really do want to see the list of the most famous Sonia, even if it was just sexual encounters. Yeah. I just want to, I, mean, I bet her hit list is strong. Yeah, for sure. Right. Well, Which she is, claimed John John. And everyone was giving her shit for it. John John? Uh, JFK Jr. <laughs> or she some more said that she like partied with him. You don't think that And then Dorinda was... was like, he's dead. Oh, you can't you can't <laughs> say you had sex with the dead, right? <laughs> well, I think they more thought she was like full of shit. Oh, Jen Fessler made that mistake too, saying that she had sex with Tony Soprano. Yeah, but that was awesome. That was so cool. Jen Fessler, please tell us more stories like that. <laughs> okay, so they, sorry, I, I preempted this, but they, Billy picks them up to go mudding in a limo. They go to Diesel's Mud Ranch. Right. And it doesn't have any drinks in it. It only has Capri Suns. You saw that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, used Capri Sun. Yeah, that wasn't good. She was like, there's no accoutrement yes. in this limo. So Billy kind of flopped. Yeah. But that other guy, uh, Jared, was kind of hot. I know. Why didn't Luann give any flirty vibes to him? You think he was just married and they didn't like keep it on camera? Or no, he said he, he was said single. He said he single. I, I would have thought Luann would... That's like perfect. And he had a dog... He owned the mud ranch. I, yeah, I really thought that would be Luann's type. Like, you I know. know. Just a, he was like actually good looking. Um, yeah. And then they put her on that crazy elevator up to the door. Yeah. She seemed scared. I didn't like that because she, he didn't warn her. I he know. Just she started, was like, oh. He started the hydraulic. And she goes, you got to warn me. And she yeah. really had to hold him. Like, it was a far drop. Yeah. I mean, he was used to that scenario, but Luann isn't. Right. Oh, did you think, like me, that those trucks were so big <laughs> i haven't seen a monster truck in so long yeah i just don't ever watch monster truck racing yeah that was like so high up like, yeah we... it did look fun though i don't think i'd be afraid no i wouldn't be afraid maybe just the hydraulic getting up there but if you're all surrounded in mud yeah and you just fall out and <laughs> fall in the mud i thought that was kind of fun i went to a monster truck rally this year this year was it this year oh I don't so know what when time i'm saying i haven't seen monster trucks in forever you've <laughs> Oh, I've seen it. Also, I'm watching Righteous Gemstones, and there's a monster truck uh, storyline. Uh, season three of Righteous Gemstones? Is that how many seasons yeah. there are? I'm yes. on season two still. Okay. Yeah, the is new it, season. Is it doing good? It's good. Did you hear that Danny Brown, or I mean Danny, 
<laughs> McBride, Danny Brown. Danny Brown, the rapper. Do you hear that uh, Danny McBride loves Vanderpump more than life? Oh my itself? gosh, I was listening to him on Smart List, yeah. the podcast, and he jokingly was calling it Vanderpumps. Yeah. He was but like, there's a lot going on on Vanderpumps. But you know he lives in Charleston? Yeah. So He should be filmed, watching Southern Charm. Right. They film Righteous Gemstones in Charleston. So do you think he's hanging out with Craig and Chad? I bet he's met those people, right? I mean, there's only like, it seems like there's only 30 bars in Charleston. <laughs> like he must have, Craig and Danny McBride must right. hang out. Right. He's like the only celebrity down there. I really want to go to Charleston now. I know. I'm in my full Southern Charm era. I know. I'll, I'll hit up every the Ba-ba-do. beer works yeah Ba-ba-doo. i'll see danny mcbride and craig in one outing that would be insane yeah. he was saying how um he doesn't really go out after hours because like shit goes down when drunk men see danny mcbride oh. at the bar oh i can't even imagine <laughs> oh they probably want to do multiple shots with him to prove they can drink okay. more or oh Damn, that, his reputation, that's like, that's an ill effect of his persona for sure. Totally, which in real in reality, he's a family man. Yeah. He's actually in Sicily with Walt, Walt, Walton Goggins. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're I in Italy photo, together. I saw a photo of them. Walter Goggins and him. Did you watch Vice uh, Principles? You know what? I think I started it and okay. then didn't finish it. Oh, it rips too. But I should, I want to go back and redo uh eastbound down i want to revisit the whole shenanigans danny mcbride's like uh road to fame not to talk to him about him but like he was discovered in that like film that him and jody hill did like a foot fist way yeah foot fist way and then like it was just like people were like this is a star like he's just so funny he like the universe couldn't hold him back once will ferrell and Patton Oswalt and whoever like watched that movie, they were just like, this man needs to be in every single yeah. movie. And yeah. he's just only risen in esteem since <laughs> yeah. then. It's amazing. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, sometimes we, like, I think the show's really good. Like this new season, they're adding backstory that has emotional value. So it's sometimes actually, besides being funny, like good dramatically. Yeah, good. Um, but sometimes, I think it's really funny, but we joke that sometimes the humor borders on like freaking epic, like yeah. Napoleon dynamite humor, totally. which is fine. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, watch it. <laughs> I agree. They do toe the line between <laughs> stuff like that. Sometimes or like maybe when they're improvising, it goes uh-huh. to that point. Like they leave rollerblading is epic. Yeah. But it's, it, it has, I, I think, yeah, overall it has more merit. And Danny McBride's one of the funniest people ever. Yeah. Would recommend. Oh, um, okay. Okay. So then they go, right. I mean, mudding, not too much happens, except that Billy immediately commits a cardinal mudding <laughs> sin, and he goes right into the deep end of the mud. and Immediately he, stuck. And Sonia's like, God damn. You know, we're stuck <laughs> in the mud. And then Luann's new boyfriend yeah. has to get them out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Toes them out. And then... <laughs> they do something insane afterwards where they play tug of war with cars. Yeah, that was just like an added bonus. They're like, <laughs> hey, mudding wasn't that great. Let's just do this uh, tug of war with the cars. And, and who won? I think it broke. Well, I think they were claiming that Billy won, but well, it was very him. hard to say. I think it was just to make him look good in front of Sonya because he had flopped in front of Sonya. Yeah, um, but I'm like, aren't you just essentially tearing those cars apart? Yeah, then I think the other guy says, like, Here, here's your lights back on your car because they like started <laughs> to like rip off or something. Yeah, and then Luann kisses Billy on the lips. I was so <laughs> shocked. In addition to like this mudding adventure and all this stuff, I'm like Luann had to sneak a kiss on 
Billy's lips. And that's something that you don't you don't really fake for drama. To actually right. kiss someone on the <laughs> lips is, a, is very personal. She was like, no, here. And then uh, Sonia is like, can you fucking keep your dirty mitts off of my men? And then describes herself as a cock curator. Yes. And says like, basically, if she has sex with someone, then everyone else knows that they're a good pick. Right. Right. And she also says earlier, she says, uh, she says, good dick can only get you so far, which I thought was another good Sonia truism. <laughs> oh, I love it. Amazing. I mean, this is what I'm trying to say about like just every minute with them is so fun. They can make anything fun. Just put them in a, in a room like with nothing and they will yeah. be entertaining with each other, which is such a rare talent. Yeah. And then she pushes uh, Luann into the mud and yeah. Luann is clearly like horrified. Oh yeah. And then they <laughs> just are, are what? Just fighting in the mud for a little fighting bit. Fighting in the mud uh, and then hosing themselves off with like a farm oh. grade yeah. hose thing. And that they're just fun. like putting water down their cracks. And, and then, the, then the mayor, <laughs> right? <laughs> then the mayor calls them. Yeah, he's like, girls, I need to see you immediately. We got it. We I need an update on the park, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, tell me more about what you've accomplished. And uh, they bring his cardboard cutout. They show a montage of them doing manual labor to just, I guess, they have to physically build the park themselves. Yes, of course. <laughs> right. I mean, they're there. And they said that they used their connections to buy a playground. Yes. Which... I'm wondering what connections. And Richard Lewis. <laughs> right? He has a source on Alibaba.com. Like for a bunch of park related equipment. Yeah. And they're stoked. He's like, that the, is great. The mayor lit up like a Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. He They've been trying to build it. that park for three years. Did you see what the stuff looked like? The equipment? It looked kind of just like a run of the mill, essentially a backyard playground. Yeah. But each thing had a Richard Lewis face on it. <laughs> Did you see that? It was the Larry David slide, the Richard Lewis swing, and the Paula Poundstone uh, fireman's pole. Yeah. Who's Paula Poundstone again? Comedian. Oh, really? In 80s? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Right. right, Sorry. I saw that. Yeah. Um, But then, right, they they leave the mayor's office. They're so stoked. And they made the mayor happy as hell. They take his cardboard cutout to the He was like, (laughs) woo-wee! Then they take it back, and then, unfortunately, the shoe has to drop, or whatever the expression is. It's all for naught. The playground contact fell out. Richard Lewis said, I can't buy a park. That's not a Richard Lewis, but that's just... He goes, He goes. I'm sorry, Sonia, I wanted to get back with you, but I can't afford a park. You're on your own. I'm sorry. And then they have, they, they have that mayor cardboard cutout, which leads to a perfect opportunity to test... Yeah. How they're going to disappoint the mayor. Yeah. Right? They and should have called LVP. To what? Oh, as a, oh She right. could have facilitated it wherever Ken buys her swings. Now, good thought experiment. Do you think Lisa enjoys Sonia and Luann? <laughs> she probably thinks they're a little much. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly think Lisa would be... Well, never mind. I don't even want to say it. <laughs> I, just, I, I think that she might have a rivalry with them because of based off how entertaining and as fun the they elders. are. As the elders... Yeah, like as the sort of OGs of yeah. franchises. Like I can imagine them not getting along for some reason. Yeah, okay. Who knows? Um, and then they kind of do just this fun like play acting with what they're going to tell the mayor. And then the episode just ends with them still <laughs> having fun. I like how these episodes end where it's like still in the action. Like it's just so funny. Yeah. They don't want to cut. I love that they essentially, it felt like they were doing like a camp side skit, like a yeah. skit yeah. where uh, <laughs> Sonya's like, 
we're not getting the playground like yeah. super stressed and Luann's like what do you mean yeah. and she goes it's an inventory issue right, they're yeah. just like playing out this whole plot line and yeah. it's so silly yeah i like i like it too and then with this show you can accept the artifice because it's just so it doesn't matter. fake it doesn't matter that yeah you don't care what they're doing like i don't yeah. care what aspects of this are fake because the whole thing is just so silly yeah, and it's just hilarious to watch them. You can imagine the producer coming in like five minutes before and being like, all right, so now you have to say uh, you actually couldn't get the playground, um, bring in the cardboard cutout and figure out what right. you're going to say. And they're like, And they're like, okay, we got it. And then they just have a five-minute entertaining scene of play acting with the mayor. I wonder awesome. what's going to happen next time if they're going to figure out an alternative or hire someone to build a playground. Yeah, for sure that park is coming. Couldn't I mean, they get one on like Amazon? I, yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, a bunch <laughs> of park equipment. Yeah, I think that they will not leave that park unbuilt because that's like for children, and they won't leave that animal rescue shelter unfixed uh, either. Because those are just two. Graham that... is in the shelter. Wait, <laughs> so when this was filmed, <laughs> that potentially matches up with the timeline, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh... Last summer. When uh, Raquel started fucking Sandoval, she oh. drove Graham to Crappy Lake and left him there. Oh, my God. And then so Vanderpump Dogs, there was a little bit of a delay because the equipment wasn't working at the rescue facility. So <laughs> yeah, because was... Sonia and Luann had to fix it. Oh, my God. So Graham <laughs> is going to make an appearance in this season of Crappy Lake. I think so. Do you think there would be a season two? <laughs> Maybe it would be a different location. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, there's no... yeah. I mean, them going to any different city. They should could send be them abroad. I want to see them in Charleston. That'd be fun. Remember how they said they had sex with Craig and yeah. how they had sex with Austin and Austin and Craig denied it through their teeth? Yeah. Because they didn't want to be put on the spot? Yeah. That would be so fun they to see them in Charleston. They can go like crab fishing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All, All right. right. Are we done with our crappy, crappy lake? Crappy lake. Let's spend a brief, just because we are bordering on the two hour, let's, I mean, depending on what the conversation yields, I don't yep. know if Atlanta and OC really deserve <laughs> the Amy and Riley raise hell treatment. Yeah. I, I consider them both tr- really, truly to be in a mid-season deer Slump. flop era. I mean, I don't know. How do you, I mean, how do you, let's talk about Atlanta first. How do you feel sure. about Atlanta? Um. Yeah. It was, it felt like this was like a transition episode just to get us to the cast trip. Yes. Like they get there more than halfway through. Yes. So you don't get to fully party in, party in Portugal. Yeah. How's that for peas? Oh, (laughs) testing party in Portugal. Yes. (laughs) But I didn't like the, the first half of the scene, which is Ralph. Ralph said, Hey, I want to get you guys on a good in a good place before you go to Portugal. So I'm hosting a men's brunch where all the men do things for you, which the, no one did anything. Right? <laughs> they all wore aprons. There was already a, a chef, and then the chef would be like, "All right, put that shrimp in a pan." Right. And Ralph clearly just wanted a event that he hosted because right. he is the most fame hungry of house husbands I think I've, I've ever seen. Yeah. He, his his scenes to create spotlight for him are so inauthentic that this just came off really bad yeah it, 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 and, and even drew is like this came out of nowhere <laughs> and also she was like he doesn't cook for me normally so <laughs> the way that she phrased what she said about it made no sense but i knew what she was saying i guess but she was saying she yeah, she was like it came out of nowhere if he thinks that he's gonna paint a good picture 
by doing this, he has better chances of peace in, in the in Middle, Middle East. East. Yeah. I, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, so we know that their relationship is fraying. I'm like, let's not get into the Middle East again. Oh, I know for sure. <laughs> I did not want her to like, yeah, go into like what's going on in the Middle East. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, she, when she said that, I was like, oh, you hate him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is another example of Ralph and her being on completely different, uh, what's that called? Like, uh, wavelengths. wavelengths in terms of like Ralph just does things without her for his own screen time and doesn't tell her until the very <laughs> last minute and they have no bond or right. unity between them and Drew I, I think is starting to learn that that Ralph is all about himself I mean he he detested her in the in the early seasons of yeah. him and Drew that was and then, dark shit yeah and then when he got like feedback on it or whatever the gaslighting stuff and he That's realized literally her tagline I know what is it it was like no more gaslighting and onto the limelight or something like that. Where I'm like, that's so depressing that your tagline has to do with gaslighting and you're not even divorced on this season. Like it would be great if she was divorced and on the other side where you're like, bye-bye gaslighting. Hello, shine and bright. No, she's commenting on a thing that's horrible about him and they're still in the relationship. together. It's so dark. They did that like black and white, like short film about what um, like gaslighting was and (laughs) they made Ralph the like the center point of it. Yeah. So Ralph is is the most I think nakedly and fame hungry. <laughs> Naked is right. Naked is right. We What's find that out- show called? Oh, Naked and Afraid. No, the um the black uh, magic mic. Oh, chocolate love. What's it called? I think it was called. I think it was called Chocolate City. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chocolate City. So, uh, so le- I think we can just talk about it now because yeah. it just happens completely randomly in the in the episode, but. Uh, the producer who was on Drew's music video, which yeah. is amazing for the amazing song "Already Know," which we, you know, we've been ending <laughs> our episodes. No, you don't have to tell me whose is it when we're switching positions, because you already know. Ralph produced that. Yeah, that's one huge win for Ralph. Um, but anyway, she says that the producer loved seeing Ralph when he took his shirt off, so she offered him an audition in Las Vegas to be a part of the Black Magic Mike show, and the way the other cast members react, even so seemingly rude. being friends with Drew, Candy is like, what? What does she say? She's like, Ralph dropping it down, or Ralph dropping it down to for get our, our, one. our ones. For our ones? You can believe it. Kenya goes, what the hell? Marlo so, said, quote, I think Heath has a better chance, which is uh, Moneta's white husband. Sonia <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, yeah, goes, I forget what Sonia said, but she is just incredulous. They're just like, what are you talking about? They're all basically like, I, all, I, I think it's just so funny that they're all comfortable being that grossed out by a cast member's husband. that They don't even care when she sees that. You know, yeah. they, just, they detest Ralph that much. So they yeah. don't care. Yeah. And it also makes me feel valid in how I feel about Ralph. Yeah. No, that's very weird, and it's weird that he wants to do that, and I'm just <laughs> so confused. Yeah. Um, this um, this brunch, you know, was a complete flop. It makes no sense. <laughs> they, they get there. Um, they try to... They take every opportunity when they're sitting down to, what is it, trudge or drudge up drama? Trudge up drama? What's the right word? They try to bring drama to the forefront, which... Obviously, that's in every Housewives franchise, yeah. but it happens every single time yeah. they sit down. There's no 
uh, the conflict to resolution balance is so skewed. It's almost conflict, 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 but very low level conflict that we don't really care about. And there's not a lot of scenes of resolution or them having fun. Right. So I did like that. They reminded us of the movie that Kenya was in called Twa. I I liked that reminder. We should rent that. Yeah. And it's, uh, and (laughs) Drew says it's 20 years old. Yeah. Uh, which I liked that cover though. It looked kind of fun. Yeah. It looked like it reminded, it gave me that, that feeling of being in Hollywood video and you'd see that cover and you'd be like, I wonder what that is. Totally. There was a, a good moment, I would say, that gets revealed here, which is that when Marlo sees Roy on FaceTime, that Kenya's FaceTime, she hasn't seen Roy yet, I guess, apparently. Marlo said he went in her DMs. Yeah. Gave her advice on like what outfit to wear for a Cynthia Bailey yeah. video shoot he said, or something. The bodysuit, Miss Marlowe. <laughs> and then they picked up a little conversation and went on a full blown date. Yeah. I these women need to be careful. These men are gonna try one after the other till one sticks. I mean, Martel yeah. and Roy basically had the exact same MO. Yeah. Get in the DMs of every single Atlanta cast member i mean and basically what louis was doing i yeah. think with with teresa i forget how that happened but that was yeah. inorganic as well i mean you like you got to worry about the the male fans of real housewives I, I mean you know i am one of them but if they start <laughs> to dm the cast members another one yeah. it really is like they're trying to potentially date whoever will have them yeah. to get on the show There's do you a- trust scott lee I trust I trust Scott Lee. I just didn't think him and Marlo had good chemistry. I felt like they like we talked about. I thought that they were overdoing it for the camera yeah. performatively, but I don't get uh, I don't get a bad vibe from Scott Lee. I yeah. think he's just a fine, nice, normal guy. Yeah. I thought it was awful that Kenya made fun of his outfit. I he know. He was a fine whatever. It was a fine outfit. Yeah. I like how small Atlanta is because there were like 10 different instances of yeah. everyone knowing each yeah. other. Everyone knew Courtney's <laughs> boyfriend or uh, ex, ex baby oh, daddy. Oh, right. Or they're like permanent baby daddy right. ex partner. Right. They were um, all like, we know Bryce. From they all knew years him. Ago. Then Candy knew Scott Lee. Right. Marlo knew Roy. Yes. Um, so that was funny. And um, then Kenya really completely brushes off this revelation. She, I mean, I, I, I love Kenya so much, but she's being hypocritical. She uh, lit uh, uh, Martel on fire for sending her a, a thanks for the nice words DM. Two years ago. Two years ago. And then she won't even bat an eye at the fact that Roy went on a full-blown date with her she goes biggest thank, enemy thank god that he realized she wasn't the one so i can date him instead and everyone's like okay yeah i mean good off the cuff rationalization but you know she hates that yeah but she pretends like she's unbothered and i was thinking like marlo was kind of in her flop era and had no allies but this was a clear win for yeah, marlo totally you could tell she, <laughs> she was thriving in oh, that moment she loved it and then i also liked when uh um candy is talking about the movie and she's talking about casting and can you like we said she's like uh kenya's like oh okay so i didn't get my offer yet or whatever and <laughs> kenny's like drew got offered the part and oh, yeah. kenya's just incredulousness <laughs> at drew it's <laughs> like that <laughs> also i i mean i'm very surprised they chose to cast drew in the right. movie right well they basically candy was like well the character is a dumb bitch so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes totally that that was it and she's they, like she's young dumb and full of cum and the first name that came to mind was drew yeah yeah i guess that was some shade towards <laughs> towards drew 
I did. I was hoping there would be more vibes from the husbands hanging outside. It was totally boring and I wanted them to bond more, especially because Scott Lee and um, Sonia's husband are both her is her her husband's Jamaican too, right? Yeah. Like I was like Scott Lee was uh, I'm trying. Actually, I, I was very confident, not. but I'm not sure. Okay. I, I don't know if Ross is. Yeah, I don't because she has so many family members in the house where they're always talking about Jamaican stuff, but I don't remember if he is. Yeah. But um, so maybe that's why they didn't bond on it. But I kept waiting for there to be something fun happening, and then I was like, actually, I do love uh, Heath. Yeah, yeah, I like Heath. <laughs> I love the um, the singular there's always it's like the one white husband like uh chris on yes. potomac where they always have that swag about them they've just assimilated yes. into the community yeah, and like i'm like you know what you can stay that's fine yeah <laughs> everyone yeah. seems to like him <laughs> right totally yeah no I, I i completely also expected there to be more camaraderie with the guys out there like I todd feel like was trying who todd oh oh yeah i know well because yeah i mean Todd's a producer. He's like, we have to make this he scene knows, something. Yeah, he knows that scene was like flopping. I mean, they wanted like a maybe New Jersey house husbands <laughs> totally. vibe, but it didn't. It didn't take. It didn't take at all. And then Candy was like, we're out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there was one moment that I, I sort of thought was interesting. It's when uh, Courtney and Kenya are having a little bit of a, a tiff. Do you remember like... Uh, I think I forget what happens. Kenya says something about how Courtney is not going to be the peacemaker because her and Candy are doing so bad. Uh-huh. And then Courtney tries to give it back to Kenya and starts laughing and trying to be playful, but also uh, throw shade at Kenya like that she's a crisis or whatever. Uh-huh. And she starts to touch her, and Kenya goes, "Don't touch." Or I forget what she says exactly, <laughs> but she's kind of like, I, "I, you're touching, you're getting a little touchy, and oh, I, I would really like it if you don't touch me." And the look on Courtney's face—it's just so embarrassing oh, to be God. told not to touch. She keeps someone. going too far. Yeah, I mean. She, she is a, a pretty bad addition to the cast, yeah. at least so far. Um, oh my gosh. And then Sheree tries to stir the pot, yes. the bone collector. Yes. And she goes, is that chef going to get paid? Because I heard you don't pay your chef. Right. And she goes on to tell some weird story about that a woman who's a chef wanted to do a trial to hopefully get hired. So yes. she cooked them a meal, but then they said she said that the meal was trash and there was a bunch of hair there was in hair it. <sighs> um and i'm like well it sounds like you guys didn't have a contract in place about whether uh it was a free sample or not right um but then it was very funny that all the women were like how much is she suing you for and it was one thousand dollars and i go <laughs> and i'm like how much are you paying your lawyer to handle that like you just give her a thousand dollars i guess but would you really i mean if someone sued you and it did have hairs in it and like you but didn't like, agree on payment i, I don't know but I, you're definitely gonna pay your lawyer more than a thousand dollars to handle that uh, yeah i guess i don't know what lawyers cost so yeah if it was gonna be over <laughs> you just pay, but i like don't know i wouldn't but, but ongoing then, for that long but then that means anybody can come to you and just get a thousand well, from that's you. I, true i could sue drew anytime i wanted and just get a thousand bucks a pop that's to the pay thing for about public figures they're all getting sued constantly and if it's just low enough threshold they might just pay it for the settle yeah what can we get sued for <laughs> oh Every time we go into Villa Rosa uninvited, we could scrape ourselves on those those fences that we always crawl under. Yeah, the roses and right? the thorns. Oh, we could sue the shit out of Lisa, but only <laughs> for damages of like 650 bucks. Yeah, maybe under 500. Why don't we do 666 and oh, pay good. the full Bravo <laughs> ticket? That's true. Okay. That's exactly what we need. But maybe we should go for... I don't we have to sue... do it twice so that we can get VIP. Yes, but I don't want to sue them yet because I still want 
our podcast to go on and not have an ongoing lawsuit, but let's sue them at some point. Okay. Um, all right. Well, then they go to the airport to go to Portugal, and I cannot believe that Candy still went. I know. I know. I can't imagine a worse scenario. She really must be a professional because I would never. Did, did, did it? Did it? Uh, was it? They did said it, she was sick before they got on the plane. Oh, okay. So, so she, she already had, knew she was sick, but maybe it got way worse. I, th- I, it sounds like it. They said that Sonia said that she was like in there for two hours. I know she was like, I thought we left her behind because she wasn't in her seat for two to three hours. Yeah, and Candy illustrates it. She says it was just a back and <laughs> Both forth. Both ends. But like, I was like, I hope to God that wasn't at old lady gang. <laughs> right. You know what I'm talking about. But like she she would have never. food, you mean? Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Oh, what's their um? What's their? Oh, I just did a. Oh, I just oh. shortened it. <laughs> I was like, what's their uh, what's their restaurant franchise called? But yeah, I'm sure it wasn't. Obviously, I'm not even putting that out in the ether. But um, she and she looks sick as hell when she arrives. Like, <laughs> that she's sounds just, terrible, yeah. and that must be a long fucking flight. Yes. Jesus. Um, also, did you notice that in certain interviews with Sheree, she looks completely different? Like, there's one, I think she's wearing, like, purple. Yes. She is, like, post-surgery or something, and they use it in the last episode, too. But there's just a really jarring confessional that they use in the past couple episodes where Sheree clearly got, I think, a nose job and maybe something else, and I, she looks completely different. I have noticed it. They've <laughs> used it three different times, and I notice it every time. I'm like, what, the, what is going on with Sheree in this scene? It's so inconsistent. It's I, crazy. Like, I don't recognize her. I thought it was like the light and like the angle and maybe what she was wearing or whatever, but yeah, I think you're right. She looks very different. Insane. Because you're watching her, and then it'll right. be the confessional, and you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... So yeah, they make it there. This is where they have the Ralph in Vegas conversation. Right. And this is where Drew, uh, <laughs> she says, uh, she's been to South Africa, but she's never been to Africa. Yeah, a little silly. Which, I mean, I can't cast It's giving asper- Underground Railroad. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I can't cast aspersions on anyone not knowing <laughs> geography after the things that I've said already on I this know, podcast. I know, but you think if you physically have entered the continent. I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I give, I give her all the leeway in the world. I have already seen the limits of what I know geographically. Yeah. So yeah, it, it also could gonna, have been a, yeah. a, it could have been a little blip of her mind. And they really, they, they gave her the business there with that edit of showing <laughs> yeah. South Africa. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Oh yeah. I mean, do, do you want to wrap this up? I mean, it was, sure. Um, the only quote that I liked was, okay, well, first of all, there's that storyline about that she by Sheree was confiscated after the reunion, which I thought was funny. And I totally believe. Well, yes. And I I think you can basically consider it confirmed. Candy admits it. Kenya admits it. Sonya admits it. So (laughs) then they cut to Marlo and she's merged out dripping and she by Sheree. Dripped the fuck out. And she by Sheree from toes to, to, to the head, right? She's wearing a, uh, who's gonna Wasn't check she me wearing boo? like two hats? Yes, two hats <laughs> top of each other. A who can check me boo shirt? Like I think probably more underneath. And and so I'm wondering what did Marlo just take everything? And then they were like, "That's enough. You can't take anymore." That's hilarious. Yeah, I really got a chuckle out of that. And then Sheree though absolutely hates that this <laughs> is bringing. But well, she goes, "That is 
nothing to do with me. And I'm like, well, it does, but yes. okay. And then Candy can't even for one second suffer through uh, Sheree lying about it because it's just like, we know what happened. Yeah. And then that's why Sheree said she called to attention Drew's lawsuit. <laughs> and I honestly, I'm like, I don't know. I'm sort of warming up to Drew in a way. First of all, already knows already know <laughs> bangs the fuck out that yeah. song is so amazing yeah and then i thought her so she fights with Shrey. she's like i can't believe you brought a lawsuit up like something that legitimately could harm my family in return or in exchange for what i said about she by Sheree, a sort of light-hearted uh-huh. digs there are there is light-hearted shade that goes yeah. on that's sort of you don't really have to pay penance for. And this is a true thing that yeah. Drew said. And then Sheree brings up the lawsuit, which is very personal. And I thought that Drew's slow burn cry as you watched her get more and more emotional, I actually felt for her. I yeah. was like, that was kind of sad. And I, yeah. I don't know if she felt like that was a low blow. I don't know if something's going on with Ralph that she's not talking about yet. Yeah. Or if it legitimately hurt her that Sheree brought up something legitimate in exchange or in return for that like low level shade. But I I, I felt for Drew. I was like, kind yeah. of sad for her. And, and I felt like she voiced her um, objections to what Sheree did pretty well. And then you could tell that Sheree really had no deep feelings about it it was just par for the course yeah she didn't really get upset at all she was ready to just like eat food right after (laughs) and drew really took that to heart totally and then they followed drew outside and i think marlo says reasonably she says sure you just made (laughs) this is your trip go take care of it i liked when um kenya was like i think that you guys have like a big sister little sister dynamic and marlo said they're giving Britney Spears and Jamie Lynn, not Venus and Serena. <laughs> yeah, I love that too. Another another Kenya moment, just to pinpoint, is I love when they're on the bus going to Algarve. And the minute Sheree goes, this is all about light and healing and we're going to spread positivity. Kenya very pointedly turns her head around, like very theatrically points her head around. And Sheree goes, what are you doing, Miss Kenya, looking away from me? And Kenya goes, oh no, I just wanted to see your lips move when you said that. She's Sheree like, goes, you, you did t- the opposite. You turned around. And then when Kenya turns around, she does that performative peek at her like she's staring very intently yeah kenya is just so funny to me like all of yeah. my favorite moments from this episode were kenya really yeah well in the preview for next week uh she eats shit and oh. an ambulance gets called she already went in an ambulance she's so drama she already went to an ambulance this season it's giving vicky in uh, iceland totally oh my god with the sheet over <laughs> oh my god yes um she Kenya went in the hospital for in Birmingham, Alabama, yeah. I believe, for that that trip earlier this year. So right. two what happened? Was, she was like, she didn't want to do that HBCU <laughs> dance, you know, at halftime or whatever. So she was like, I can't breathe. And it wasn't. She didn't even say it's COVID or flu no. or anything. She just goes, I felt really bad. And she and Marlo and Marlo legitimately dropped the beef and said, I hope you feel better. Yeah. And then they said that they called within thirty minutes, and Kenya was like already out <laughs> of the hospital. So it was like I think she was just trying to get out of that. Yeah. She so. will call an ambulance on a dime. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Atlanta was fun. I mean, that was actually fun to talk about. Yeah. I thought that was good. I mean, right. <laughs> I guess, I guess I'm excited. I like uh, the footage that they show coming up that it's looks like it's iPhone or hidden camera footage yeah. or something of them in a hotel room. Yeah. Do you think it's like, I guess they have to let the camera people go to bed Yes. And so if they're going to party oh. all night, they just set up a camera. Oh, right. And it sounds like there was like some dancing and then some drama unfolded after hours. Yeah. Which, you know, that's always fun. Candy gets pissed, I think. Yeah. Also, you know, if the cracks start to form between uh, Drew and Ralph and like, you know, 
I, I, for Drew's mental health and well-being, I do want her, you know, out of this relationship yeah. with Ralph, which she already is in. Like, I'd be interested to see how that happens. That could potentially happen, you know, this season. Yeah. So there is some, you know, good stuff that could happen. Totally. All right. Woo. Okay. Last but not least. Yeah. Rosie. Last, last but not least. Um, okay. Oh, no, boo, you didn't. Yes. I, I mean, one advantage to this episode was I did like seeing nobu inside i've never seen it oh. i've only heard it about it for which years. one was this i guess it would have to be there must be one like in orange County, or right? something they didn't take a boat to malibu, <laughs> malibu. Right? they like sailed the high seas <laughs> that <been> such a <laughs> from long... orange county to malibu there must be one in like dana point or something probably you know yeah um have you been to nobu no yeah i mean i've just heard about it in like the pop culture zeitgeist and I know people who go. Yeah. I've heard of people who even <laughs> I've we heard know. it's good. I've heard it's good. So I liked seeing that. But this episode I thought was a full-blown snooze. Oh, wow. You liked it? <laughs> Tell me. No, no, no. I just, um, there was at least some action. I thought the action, well, any Tamara-related action, yeah. I'm not here for. Yeah. So, okay, well, well, let's, let's talk back. about it. I mean, we're divided. Let's talk about it. At least Emily was back. Emily was back. But she's doing something that I don't agree with, which we'll get to. <laughs> okay. Um, do, do you want to go generally or do you want to recap scene uh, by scene? I, mean, I, ha- I have almost every scene here if you wanted to. I think we can just make our way through. I don't think we have to do nitty gritty, but, um, you know, <laughs> there was a quick uh, peek at um, Tamara's son, Ryan. And I have to just say again that he looks like he's dying. You think he looks sick? Yes. Yeah. I mean... I don't, yeah, I mean, I just, I sort of, I know what he looks like now, so I don't even pay attention. I did think this was actually a funny scene. It was sad. Yeah. She was like, I gave you our, what, what was it, Bronx? Bronx? I gave his ashes to you, Ryan, but I had to split them up, so I gave you the ass end. I was like, <laughs> that's pretty funny. And Ryan goes, his best part. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a cute little. R.I.P. Bronx. Yeah, that's sad. Um, I also, when they show Emily um, in her kitchen with her family, it's revealed that she has a cat. Right. Which I was excited about. Yeah, and she's holding up the cat, and... Um, he was like... Shane was like, why feed. are you giving the cat to the yeah. dog? Um, and that makes me like her even more, that she not only has dogs, but a cat. Yeah. I mean, Emily's home life is killing it, and it's always interesting. So the, I think the first major scene, which I have notes on, is that uh, Tamara and Emily go to, what, get a pedicure? Yeah. And Heather arrives. And before Heather can arrive, Tamara starts to lay the groundwork for talking shit about Heather and clearing a path to get everyone to talk about how Heather is condescending to people, which seems to be the buzzword that they want to associate with Heather. Yeah. I am not a Heather fan. I've already said it. And I do think Heather can be condescending, but I think it is fake and very performative the way they are attaching this label to her. Uh That shoveling shit thing that... The most innocuous thing in the world to say. Yeah. I learned a lesson from doing horrific manual labor. Not horrific, <laughs> but I learned a lesson from shoveling shit that everyone is worthwhile. And they're like, that is so condescending that she just learned that <laughs> at, at the age of 50 or whatever. And Emily really gets on the train and of saying that too. Yeah. So then by the time Heather gets there, they have fully talked shit about her. And yeah. it continues all throughout the episode. Yeah. Gina talks shit about Heather. Uh, Tamara continues her reign of terror. And I think Emily really talk shit about heather and i think like inorganically like uh-huh. I, I didn't really know heather or emily had those feelings toward heather right so i feel like the they're trying to make her a target now yeah 
Yeah. So, no, yeah. Know. She was definitely on the chopping block this episode. She had to really defend herself. I feel like with the shoveling shit thing, it was um, like she keeps talking about it and they keep talking about it. Like she keeps being like, that's crazy that I did that. Yeah. And they're all like, you're annoying like about, you know, making a big deal about having done that. And it's more like everyone just shut up about it it's something you did for 10 minutes yes but they haven't told her to her (laughs) her face that they think it's lame that she keeps bringing it up so they keep making fun of her for it and she's thinking this is like sort of endearing or just interesting about her or whatever and it's it's sad the way they're treating heather yeah i'm not like i'm actually feeling bad for heather the way they're treating her okay i'm glad that you have uh some wiggle room on heather i do i do (laughs) i just think that it was so innocuous and it's and tamra makes everything worse yeah for sure i was i it did feel like they were just using emily as a delivery person because they're like she'll say it yes you know yeah which i appreciate that she is willing to go there with people yeah it's nice to have her back yeah i like that um i i I love emily's uh she she uh, i guess is a bridge between all the cast members and usually gets to the bottom of dramatic moments organically in it or in a you know I guess astute way, but this to me felt too harped on. Like, uh, I don't yeah. know what the right word is, but this felt like she's just joining the hate train of Heather and yeah. Heather really has not done anything to warrant. This. Yeah. Um, the next scene I just only thought was notable because Gina, uh, like, uh, I guess officially finally is apologizing <laughs> to Jen and says, I am officially ready to just be normal to you after seven episodes of having a one-sided feud with yeah. her. It's like, no one needed this. And Gina is just finally saying, I officially now stand with you, Jen. And yeah. it's, just, it's so annoying that it took this long for Gina to I know. do this. I know. And now I guess they'll be allies. I mean, I assume Gina can't go back because then it looks so lame. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's already gone back and forth on Jen so much. Right. So I always wonder how well a yoga studio could do. She said that she's financial partners with her ex. And I'm like... You got to have a lot of people doing yoga to pay that rent. Well, it probably is in the OC a lot of people doing yoga. Yeah. Curious. Yoga town. (laughs) Um, And then I did like uh, the Emily mom storyline. Me too. Shane, Um, when he got home, he smacks her on the ass. Which she always does. (laughs) He did? I didn't see that. I I must have been furiously writing notes about (laughs) Gina or something. I didn't see that. Yeah. A nice smack? Yeah, a nice smack. Did they give him the sound effect? um, I don't... Uh, there was definitely a sound, but I don't think it was like, (laughs) like the huge one they did earlier. Um, And they showed her dog had a cone. Yes. Um, Uh, She was texting with her mom. Well, yeah, she says, okay, so she hasn't seen her mom in like, what, two years, was it? Yeah, it might have been like 2019. Which was on the show. Yeah. And like, she has a strained relationship with her mom. She doesn't talk to her mom often. Yeah. The kids barely know her. Yeah. They barely recognize her in a photo. That's always awkward when that happened with Kenya's daughter as well. Like, introducing to her grandpa. And it's always so awkward because, you know, toddlers are scared of people anyways. Like, shy. And then it's like, when they, they're like, this is your grandma. And they're like, eh. Yeah, toddlers don't know how to act. (laughs) Like, they don't know it's their family. It's like awkward yeah but i thought emily like getting so upset or you know about the like seeing those photos being reminded of it like i don't know yeah that was really interesting she really let it all out there yeah yeah i think she has a lot of trauma yeah about... with both parents yeah abandonment yeah she said that her mom like was so depressed when 
uh, she got divorced from her husband that she would just like sleep all the time and then yeah. emily and her sibling had to just like basically take care of themselves as they get were themselves up. ready for school yeah so sad yeah very sad um but yeah i liked that peek in and Me then too. um quickly shannon goes shopping with her daughters um you know whatever nothing really happens they spend three thousand dollars um <laughs> on off gassed clothes <laughs> yeah. what's ga- so gassed clothes are are toxic clothes like new clothes yeah, i guess she's t- saying yeah when they're freshly manufactured they're toxic they have a a stink on them of toxic chemicals right but if they're used the chemicals have worn off by then oh so my beautiful brooks and <laughs> dawn shirt has gas toxic gas all over it i feel like you've gotten some good wear out of it so <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> no. um okay so yes yeah, you buy some off-gassed clothing and then we get to the main event when you another say? boat a boat which again. is I think uh, they underestimated the size of the boat because they are packed in like sardines on right. this little boat. And they keep spilling because they're so packed in. Yeah. They're like all hitting each other and stuff. Literally like when the first four people got there, I was like, okay, boat's full, looks good. And then people just kept coming. And I was <laughs> right. like, there's no world in which these people can fit on here. Yeah. Taylor and Heather have a quick moment because they're the first to arrive and they basically just squash it. Yeah. So it's like, okay, IMDb drama's over. I didn't think that would ever last. And <laughs> yeah. It's over. Yeah. They neither of them had the will to no. keep that going. No. Um, and um, oh, uh, I liked when uh, <laughs> Shannon's like, John lives down there under that bridge, and Emily's like, like a troll. Yeah, that. Yeah, I think that was just the, one of the funniest moments, natural funniest moments for sure. <laughs> um, and so yeah, they sail the high seas all the way to Nobu. I was. Uh, confused about what that thing was that dropped into the ocean yeah, was it was a bird it? that dropped a fish yeah i'm not sure yeah <laughs> I, I i wasn't aware either yeah people were like was that a shark yeah um and is that and then they arrive right to yeah. the docks of nobu <laughs> the docks of nobu uh heather has given everyone a tom ford candle and um custom chopsticks and they want she wants everyone to sign a card for her daughter who is at college and is going through a rough time <laughs> she said that she what's her daughter's name uh nick no wait nikki's the son oh yeah i don't well, remember uh, yeah i mean <laughs> but she said that she's like having a really hard time adjusting to college which i guess is normal yeah the first well, two she's months like, i'm gonna take a pj tonight to go visit her right and also <laughs> she's didn't she say that the boxes of the gifts says I'm too fabulous to shovel shit in yeah. Japanese. So she brought it up again. <laughs> right. So again, Heather thinks this is endearing and fun. And little does she know they're secretly making fun of her about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, bad. Yeah, she probably spent so much money on that stuff. Like, I didn't Google the candle, but I assume it's like a $200 candle. Yeah. And then, and then they proceed to be horrible to Heather the entire dinner. Yeah. First off, uh, they're talking about the gin drama again because yeah. Tamara is bringing up uh Tamara starts I don't even know how they get to it Tamara starts to talk about Ryan being unfaithful and how she's worried and then oh, oh no no they're talking about the drama of Montana yeah. and then Emily just wants to know legitimately what happened in Montana and she goes okay is the Gina and Jen beef done now and then they bring up why Gina had hard feelings towards Jen and then I think Heather goes we just need to have a reset on Jen where we just start fresh with Jen, which is a completely <laughs> legitimate thing to say. Yeah. And Emily goes, Emily. They're all like, what's with my, you and the reset? My, fav- my favorite <laughs> cast member, Emily, goes, 
no, we don't need a reset. What is with the reset button? We need to know her and grow from her past. <laughs> They're it's all like, like boo, boo, reset. <laughs> no, we're never going to reset. They're she was all, like shocked. She was like, she, okay. Yeah. It, it was, She's it like, was, I thought that's what we do. It was exactly okay. it was exactly how they 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 <laughs> they treated her after she said her feelings were hurt in Montana when Shannon and Tamara <laughs> had more yeah. love for each other, and they all go, "What feelings were those? Those horrible feelings? I invalidate your feelings." They're, they're just all like, like, "That's it." Yeah, they're 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 just like <laughs> taking every chance they can get, and the fact that she brought up a reset button, the most wholesome easy to understand thing in the world they're like yeah. pouncing on her for that and then gina starts to like well this is after but first there's a there's an another tamra and Jin, yeah uh, major fight where right i mean is that is this when it yeah. happens i mean it's two it's two fights happening at the, the same dick time pic comes up yeah and, and tamra is saying i'm just looking out for you i had to tell you these things you know and jen saying well i'm learning things from you in front of all of my new friends that are awful that you could have told me yeah you know on your own which is yeah. the, her main gripe against tamra and then tamra scream starts to scream tamra's drunk she's going off she starts to scream she goes i don't think ryan will ever be faithful that's why i'm doing this that's because I, I care about you so much which you know Tamara does not give a no. shit about Jen not one no. shit she would she would throw her under the bus for anything for yeah. for an extra minute of screen time so yeah. Jen needs to learn that officially Jen kind of gives her the business back she goes she goes who else was interested <laughs> in Ryan yeah and Tamara you can see Tamara's Demon eyes. eyes oh my god they and black goes, out you better watch it Tamara you be, uh, Jen says, you better watch it, Tamara, because I have something to say. <laughs> Tamara's eyes turn to full black demon. You guys got to pause it. You can watch <laughs> her eyes go full black. And she goes, are you telling me to watch it? Are you telling She stands up like she's going to punch her. And then she throws her napkin full on her face, which yeah. to me, Jen does not deserve yeah. that at all. Violence. I mean, violence. Awful. And then Tamara does. Shannon's like, oh, no, 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 oh. no gets up and then and then and then uh um Tamara does what she does every single time <laughs> runs away runs away yeah she's either running as fast as she can <laughs> stomping away running into the bushes yeah. i don't know why she hasn't learned any lessons from her past <laughs> the acting coach goes is she always like this and they're, and like, they're all like yeah, yeah which honestly is. this might be the best thing that's happened to jen because everyone was immediately on her side and was like Tamara's a psychopath. Yes. They were all like, uh, they were all like, I just don't want it from Tamara. So I'm yeah. not saying anything. Like, Tamara could do this to anyone. Yeah. Tamara runs. She's screaming. She's, <laughs> uh, she's saying that, uh, okay. And then Jen reveals, which I loved, yeah. reveals. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Like three years ago, they went to a party at... Who, who was hosting the party? Ryan? Uh, yeah. Eddie and Tamara went to a party at Ryan's house. And Tamara called Jen on the phone because he was like the hot guy at their gym. Yeah. And she goes, should I go up to his bedroom and take one for the team? Yeah. Which is... Funny. It was a joke, total which was hum- fine. Total humor that I could expect from Tamara. But for Tamara to be completely holier than thou, and yeah. like, this is encroaching on infidelity, yeah. and then he says, he went to fuck me, which I find so egregious. She was indulging in that exact same humor. Totally. And I love that Jen brought it to the forefront. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Shannon has to go down. She's to like clomping in her platform heels, like, <laughs> where'd you go? She has to go like all the way outside, like yeah. down the stairs, around yeah. the corner. Now, yeah. Now, I will say, all of this. This would have been good if I legitimately believed that Tamra felt this way and wasn't just hamming it up for the camera. Yeah. Do I legitimately think Tamra was so incensed that she legitimately wanted to throw a napkin? No. Yeah. This is just her MO. Yeah. She just likes to have the most energy on her and she likes to scream and throw stuff uh, and kick up drama just to be engaging on the show. So that's why all Tamara scenes just don't hit for me. Cause I know uh-huh. she's just faking everything. Yeah. Um, I did like when they, uh, Tamara and, um, Shannon went, what seemed like an organic trip to a separate bar yes. and they were like bonding with the bartender and just like the people at but wasn't that, that bar. Snowboo downstairs. Yeah. Oh, but it was yeah, just it looked, like a totally different yes. area that felt like it wasn't prepared to be on yes. camera. <laughs> yeah. And Tamara's screaming at the top of her lungs. Yeah. She goes, I need Xanax and a shot. I need Xanax and a shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Emily says that uh, Heather is scared of Tamara. So, like, she's not going to say anything. Yes. Um, basically, Emily thinks she's the only one that's not scared of Tamara, basically. Which I think is true. Yeah. Um, and I wrote down Gina has a laundry list for Heather. Yes, and I wrote that too. <laughs> Complete flop, awful. Gina has just made it her mission to like try to ruin Heather's reputation. Yeah. Pretend that she was never a real friend to her, which I, you know, I, I don't think Heather's the most fun person, but I do think she's a legitimate friend to, yeah. to people and cares about them. <laughs> I did see uh, what she meant when uh, she was like, I'm getting my real estate license. And she was like, my teenage son is doing that too. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give Gina that, 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 that is not what you want to hear. She's like, my dog is doing that, you fucking idiot. It, exactly. Exactly <laughs> right. That is a, a very, that could have been a legitimate uh point of concern for Gina I understand but I get what Heather meant that's fine Gina can bring that into evidence that is could potentially be condescending Nikki's doing that Um, Uh, and then uh, in Jen's confessional she's you know talking shit about uh, Tamara and she throws a napkin at the camera yeah which I'm like do you think she brought that or do you think they gave it to her probably gave it to her yeah um this Jen Jen does not like to be you know, like in fights, you could just yeah. tell she's averse to that. But I thought she brought it well in a, in a pretty restrained way. But it was pretty cool for her to reveal that. Did yeah. she reveal it to them or only reveal it in the confessional? I forget. Mm, she, 
Yeah, I don't remember. Damn. I think she says maybe in person, she says like, I don't need to yeah. say it. Uh, okay. All right. Well, then that's less points for that. She should have <laughs> said it to everyone. But. Um, but uh, yeah, I think she could create a niche of support for herself from everyone after being attacked by Tamara because yes. everyone will give her, you know. Hopefully this is the end of the like Jen being used as a scapegoat for drama this season. But Ryan, I just saw something right before we started recording that like Ryan gave Andy Cohen at Watch What Happens oh Live God. a hashtag dick picture. It was Did terrible. You saw it? Yeah. Oh. It was Andy hated it. Yeah. First of all, Jen was actually weird on Watch What Happens she was. Live. I was like, she was kind of flopping. Um, but Ryan was in the audience and um they were asking, you know, they were asking each other about the relationship, whatever. And uh, Ryan, uh, he was like, what do you have to say? Like, what um, do you want to shut down that was being said about your relationship or whatever? And he was like, that everything out of Tamara's mouth is a lie. And then he goes, um, he has a trucker hat that says like hashtag dick pics. And he was like, I have something for you, Andy. And Andy was like, Oh, dick pic hat. Okay. And he was like, I already have merch, huh? And it like died on the vine. I wanted to commit suicide. It that, was terrible. Uh, I mean, that is so bad of Ryan. <laughs> I mean, he really thought he was like a shining star. And I'm like, know your place. You're lucky he's even talking to you. Just when you sit in the audience, you don't really talk like real Bravo stars sit in the audience. Like Amanda will sit in the audience when Kyle is on. Totally. Like you just like chill. Like yes, just sit there. It's a chance to let your significant other shine. It was um, horrific. And then there was a moment when um, Vivica A. Fox was the other guest and they played a game um like where they had a little gavel and they would bang the gavel every time they would show a Bravo hunk, like bang or not bang. Yeah. And Vivica Fox banged her gavel a lot, like including for Shane, she thought, which I loved. <laughs> no, yeah. Shane Simpson. Yeah. She banged the gavel. <laughs> Please someone isolate this clip and send it to me. I, oh. She was like, okay. <laughs> Wait, what kind of, does it make a banging noise? Yeah. Sometimes duck, she would duck, just duck. do a little like click, click. <laughs> oh, I'm watching that the minute we leave. Oh, oh my God. I want to see. Vivica. I might have it still. Okay, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, I even wrote that down specifically. Vivica gave Shane a tap. That's awesome. Um, okay. Oh, sorry. I didn't know we were going to talk about Watch What Happens Live. Oh, so well, that's good. I just, if I watch yeah. it all, yeah, if anything good. pertinent comes up. But um, later they play a game, which was a total flop, where it was like, um, Jen wore the Ramona eyes okay. and Vivica Fox had to give her clues and guess the celebrity. Okay. And she didn't know who anyone was, well, including Meryl Streep. Oh, really? She was like, Devil Wears Prada. And she was like, I don't know. It was Whoa. weird. And Andy was like, what the fuck? And then it was 50 Cent. And Vivica Fox goes, I dated him. He's a rapper, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, well, judging by the gavel game, it could be anybody. And Andy was like, what the hell? Did it land like a thud? <laughs> it was a little... Vivica Fox was like... Jesus Christ. So Jen was not like ready. she was trying to be sassy, but it was so not her nature that you were just like, what's wrong with you? I mean, I could totally see Jen flopping in that <laughs> environment for sure. And Andy was like horrified by it, which made it even more horrifying because yes. he was like, let's go to break. We need to air this out. And then when they came back from break, he was like moving on from that horrible game. 
Like he kept saying we, it. When did that Watch What Happens Live air? It was after. So, <laughs> yeah. right, I'm, I'm watching the entire thing. <laughs> that, that, well, so, but just to get back to. So like, then I was like, wait, maybe Jen is weird. Yeah. I mean, that's not good. <laughs> and, and Ryan, I, that's really not good. No. That's, first of all, hashtag dick pics has no merit. It's not a pun. You're just trying to no. own the, the thing you did that was no. awful. They did weird. clarify. Andy asked about specifically what happened. And they said, again, Snapchat, he sent it to four people. Not his he, children? Well, they didn't say. He, and he goes, but it wasn't a normal dick pic. It was limp. Yeah. And Andy was like, you're going to have to show me at the break. And then he was like, just kidding. HR issue. No, you don't need to show yeah. me. Well, and then Tamara says, Tamara at one point says, I've seen Ryan's penis. I would never be interested in it. It's very small. And Shannon goes, well, it was limp. <laughs> Do you remember that part? <laughs> yeah, when they were going up the stairs. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So you should definitely watch what happens oh, after. And um, during this Nobu uh, dinner, it's announced that David Bedore is getting divorced. Now, that was that was great. That Finally, this dinner had some merit. It wasn't <laughs> fake. The fact that the timing that they all right. learned that. It was that like Heather, TMZ. Yeah, Heather learned it right then, and then Shannon knew it already, yeah. but it was still interesting. And, and Shan- he filed on him and Shannon's wedding anniversary. I want Shannon and David to come back so bad. <laughs> that would be insane. I loved them together. <laughs> no, I, I mean, they were, they were... Here lies Shannon... <laughs> Yeah, what would you say to each other if they were dead, right? It's the best. Yeah, that was awesome. I lo- I really I, people don't like David Bedore, right? No, he was mean. He was? To Shannon? I think well, he just hated her. It's always really sad when you watch someone people that are on the verge of divorce and they just don't like each other. Like kind of like Drew and Ralph, but they weren't as yeah. bad as uh yeah, like remember he would he like works construction, right? So he he'd always have to leave at like 5 a.m. Yeah. so they never saw each other. Okay, I don't. I don't recall what if if David was mean and horrible to Shannon, then I disavow him. Yeah, completely. Um, and then oh, uh, next week we get to meet the other Heather, who seems oh. to be the keeper of all the secrets. Oh, what one third of the new Trace Amigas who exactly. got kicked out because the vibe was too bad and she kept <laughs> getting sent dick pics by Heather's uh, exactly. And then. What else? Oh, she was also the person who heard the rumor that when Ryan walked in, it, that rumor also gets worse and worse. It's like, I'm going to fuck her no matter <laughs> what. I, I, I promise I'm going to fuck her. He was yeah. telling everyone. It's like, mark my words. But then we also get to see the real Trace Amigas because Vicky's back, baby. <laughs> Martha's looking at you oh, like, I'm what sorry, in Martha. the hell? I'm sorry, Martha. I only hoot and holler for Vicky every once in a while. They've been saving Vicky for too long. She's coming in mid-season. I need Vicky every single episode. Yeah. And uh, then I wrote down Shannon Bombshell. What which is it? She says something about, if this is true about John, our relationship is over. Oh. But uh, I don't know what it is. Oh, but her, their uh, relationship her and, is over. Yeah, her and John are splitsville. You can tell. He's totally. like, we're not fun at all. And she goes, we're not. <laughs> well, I was going to do Shannon, but I'm not going to. It's like, we're not fun. And he's like, no, we have no fun at all. <laughs> he's like, you need to stop working so much because I want to party. <laughs> yeah. Dude, John wants Judy. to party. Sorry, my cat is trying to eat dried flowers. Does she do that often? Uh, sometimes. I don't usually put them on the floor, but they oh, were cause... blocking our view. Oh, okay. Well, let's. this is a perfect time Come here. to, um, I'd say... <laughs> Wait, it's two hours and 50 minutes? Oh, wow. Our, Perfect. Our, you know we got to hit two hours and 50. Um, I would say we actually talked for longer about OC in Atlanta than I even thought, but it was actually fun to talk about it. 
Yeah, it was. Less fun to watch, more <laughs> fun to talk about the good moments. Like yeah. the best Like of. I've said, uh, having this to gear up for makes it more fun to watch. Whereas if I'm watching it passively, I just don't pay attention and I take nothing away from yeah, it. Yeah, you wouldn't even remember any moments. All right, well, do you feel comfortable wrapping it up? I think so. Um, yeah, is there anything else we're looking forward to in the Bravo universe? I am looking forward to seeing if the Roni trajectory gets better or stays consistent or starts to flop. I'm excited about just to judge it, you know, yeah. and see how they do. Uh, you know, I'm excited for the next installment of Luann and Sonia. Welcome to Crappy Lake. And then I'm actually excited about it all because I like talking <laughs> to you about it. Yeah, I guess we should bid Godspeed to our listeners. If you are trying to buy BravoCon tickets today, oh, uh, by the time this drops, it'll be any minute now. Yes, and I'll ju- I'll just say yes. Okay, yeah. If this this episode is going to come out before Bravo tickets, BravoCon tickets go on sale, I will say the pre-sale VIP tickets already sold out within one hour of them being available. The pre-sale VIP. Okay. So. In general admission, they said there were a few left. You got a general admission presale, right? Yeah. Okay. There, I honestly think supplies are limited. At least, <laughs> unless that's just to get, what, fervor up. Right. But I don't know. But yeah, good luck. I hope you can make it. Amy and I are going to be there, and we are going to go <laughs> fucking nuts. I'm going to be drunk the entire time. Right? I'm going to be... Uh... They're going to have to wire me up like how Pink is at her concert. And I'm just going to shoot from um, like the Slotzilla from venue to venue. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're going to be drunk. We're going to be on wires. We're going to be wearing our Newsies outfits from 1920s. Yeah. We're going to ask one question to every single Bravo, every single Bravo celebrity that we see. It's so much fun. We can't wait. November is going to be amazing. Yeah. November 3rd through 5th. Okay, little business. You can you can, <laughs> you can can tune out right now, but I just want to say, please, for the love of God, what the hell are you doing? Subscribe <laughs> on YouTube. If you got this far and you don't subscribe on YouTube, you have to like us a little bit. Yeah. Why not just become a subscriber on YouTube? And you don't have to do anything with that. We barely yeah, bother you. It won't there. bother you at all. You'll hardly notice. Um, you can also rate and review yeah, we, uh, we on love iTunes. Our, yes. We love our reviews. Join our Patreon if you haven't. It's a lot of fun. Like I said, we get into shenanigans over there. We get canceled almost every single week. We are we have a little discussion board with our Villa Rosa VIPs where we talk about things. They correct us on any horrible thing we say. <laughs> it it is fun. So the ways if you love this, the ways you can help Amy and I, if you wanna, you know, if you cherish us, it's a YouTube subscription. It's a review is very helpful. And then the, the, the greatest thing you can ever do is to be a part of our Villa Rosa VIP program. Yeah. That thing is hot, hot, hot. Like <laughs> you, that, that helps us out tremendously. So I hope we can get to a place one day where we can have uh, physical membership cards. Oh, for sure. It's um, like, remember at, um, like Oz or Spencer gifts where they had fake IDs that yeah. were of famous people. Yes. Like you could buy the McLovin ID. Yes. Like, How many of those did you buy? <laughs> I have like 400. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had the guy f- uh, from Sugar Ray, Mark McGrath. <laughs> Who else did they have? Um, maybe like Elvis. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so there's McLovin, Elvis, the guy from Sugar Ray. Yeah, the, oh, man, that was Simpson. awesome. So we'll have a card just, we'll have a card like that, right? Yeah. It'll say, this card permits you to become a Villa Rosa VIP. It'll have Ken and Lisa's head. Yeah. Use this. We have for, to design a crest. Yes. And use this to have free admission to Villa Rosa anytime you want. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. We love you so much. We're trying to hit our three-hour mark, but we just can't make it. 
Um, Too tired. All right. We love you. Um, I hope you love this episode and please sleep good tonight. I know I will. Me too. I'm tired (laughs) as hell. Good night. Bye. This one's for you tonight.